I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up, son. Word. Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings. Feelings. Check it out now. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mark comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. Rock you in the I don't think so. Nah. Okay, top five. Okay, pause that. Pause that real quick. Top five R&B singers, period. Top five R&B singers. Singers. Is that, is that like... R. Like, Kelly's up there. Around? Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter if they dance. R. Kelly's up it there. So wait, it doesn't matter if they dance? It doesn't matter if they so dance. just singing. Just and, R&B, period. Okay, personally? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going, like, soul, if we go all the way back to James Brown mm-hmm. times, my personal favorite, voice-sounding-wise, Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway, okay. That's just Very good voice. Voice-wise. But in terms of songs and music... We're going all the way back there. I said all-time, man. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, but all-time favorite... I'm thinking, like, impact for me. I know, uh... God... Michael Jackson. I know Etta James is up there for me. Etta James is great. I still know what number. Sorry, number one, Stevie Wonder. Number one, Stevie Wonder? Yeah, that's for you. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, his voice is crazy. He's got like an Isley Brothers run right now. <laughs> like, nigga been out for about 15 Forever. years. Since he was a child. Have you heard, okay, since you like Stevie Wonder, have you ever heard uh, PJ Morton? Oh, you'd love him. Him and Stevie actually have a song together too now. What the fuck? Yeah, I guess Stevie, Stevie was the guy. Got in his mentions. <laughs> got in his mentions that fucking man sounds exactly like him. When I heard that guy sing, I was like, this is weird. What are you doing? Is it like, um... Why are you so high? <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> You're never smoking again before the podcast. <laughs> more Stevie than Glenn Lewis? No, I don't think anybody is. I think Glenn Lewis is the only person you can put on and people will be like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> Just to confirm before they sound stupid. When Glenn Lewis did, uh, what is it? Not Beautiful Eyes. Fuck. Ribbon in the Sky? Fall Again. You ever heard Fall Again? That was a tune. It was in Made in Manhattan. And it became my voicemail. Remember when you used to record <laughs> songs on your voicemail from mm-hmm. your phone? Mm-hmm. Bro, that was like how you used to pick up girls back in the day. Yeah? 
It's your song. That's every man though. You I, had to I have the right say, song. No, here's another. That's another game. I like. <laughs> Real quick though, I used to just snip it. I used to sing in an R&B boy band group called Kamikaze. You sang in an R&B group. Stop it. You were in a boy band. I was an R&B boy band called Kamikaze. This is amazing. And when I was like, was it multicultural? I lost. <laughs> yeah, there was. There was. Three Filipino guys, an Italian guy, and a black guy. <laughs> an Italian guy. guy. <laughs> so random for some reason. His name was Dante. Hey. I was Shaolin. Shaolin. Was Casino, that, which was his actual name. You picked your own name, right? No, I was gi- that name was given to me. By, by the Italian guy? By two different people. I'm not going to say it's racist, but. because <laughs> <laughs> well, I, used, I used to rock like the stocking cap. Oh, that was your steez? I used to rock the stocking cap, the uh, these beads, and fucking these brown wallabies all the time, looking like a. Fuck, sorry, I gotta mute all these things. <laughs> this guy's got. Doom, doom. Nigga got a fucking Fitbit watch. <laughs> time for your run. So, yeah, man. How'd you feel when you heard the Prodigy news today? Cause I know you, I know you, man. Fuck, man. My, I was at work in my, you know John, right? John the barber. Yeah, yeah. All he hears, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Everything good. He's like, yeah. John must be. He's dead, bro. I'm like, P, like your boy's like, prodigy, H and I C. I'm like, ooh. And I was just feeling that the other day with like a local rapper. Mm. Um, what's his name? Fuck, rest in peace. I don't even know his name. Cat from Rexdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pirates mm-hmm. boy. Yeah. Track out Jug and Jugs. Mm-hmm. I heard. I heard one of his songs. I was like, Yo, fuck! How could this guy? Die? His music was crazy. He was just about to bubble, but like a guy like P, like Prodigy dying. It's like, damn. Like, he was telling me how his like my John's mom, wrote, um. For one of his birthday cakes, this guy's mom <laughs> wrote, "Stab your brain through your nose bone on his birthday cake." Hmm. That's that how is much of a fucking. That fat is mom fucking G. And his mom was cool with it. That's crazy. Like, imagine blowing. That's out, wild. Just blowing out a candle with that setup. I was never like a huge Mob Deep fan. I was like, first of all, I was sheltered, so mm. rap getting into my house had to be like you know. The most bubblegum of bubblegum. <laughs> like, cause some of my first Ch- songs were like and, and Miami, Will Smith. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Well, okay, no. Teacher Zone, my, my first was like Vanilla Ice and fucking Ice Ice. Yeah, Beach like, shit, my like, parents were strict, strict yeah, Christian so parents. Like Will Smith shit, like Millennium and all yeah, that. Yeah, like Ludacris <laughs> with the fun raps and, you know what I mean? Like, but well, my, my Mob pa- Deep, when I, first time I ever heard of Mob Deep was Tupac. When he was dissing him. When he was dissing him. <laughs> so then off rip, I'm like, well, I love Tupac. Oh. Why am I going to listen to these guys if Tupac thinks they're whack? Yo, and I was, I've was, i always <sighs> been that that person to choose sides. Like when Jigga had to beef with Nas, I never listened to Nas oh, until like they, right until now. they got cool again. When I see them got cool again, I went back. I listened to Illmatic. I listened to all that stuff. And I was like, okay, I get it. But See, I'm like the opposite. While everyone was Jay Z, I was Nas. When yeah. Everybody was Tupac. I was Biggie. Like, 
I feel like oh, Do you do that on I'm purpose? Queen, and I'm a Queens guy too Like I grew up wanting to sound like Nas like, Biggie is my favorite artist Like I literally used to sound I, 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 I would like talk with a rapper Oh like no Like word What up my name is Norm <laughs> Wow. Yeah, Nas had an influence. And I would just talk like, nah, like I was from Queens. And like my whole block, like I grew up on K Block, or at the time we just called it, um, it was just 3190 Kingston Road and, and like Bellamy and McCown area. And shout out to Bellamy yo, Road. McCowan Public School, John McCray, you don't know, Pringdale, hold it down. But yo, we when we would talk like I remember Richie Soso was from there. Like there was a whole bunch of cats, and we would talk. We'd kind of, we'd kind of like mimic, fucking Queens guys and like um, Prodigy and 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 Havoc. We, like we'd be, you know, whenever they say like duns and ones, like yeah, mm. word guys saying word <laughs> dang. We'd always like this one thing we'd always say was like yo cheese buns and guns son word peace just <laughs> for no reason buns and guns. <laughs> Like yeah, we gotta make an album, cheese buns and guns for my duns. So would you say you had an effect on your sons. on your mentality growing up? Uh, I see a lot of people talking, like in everyone um, giving their like online eulogies. Like everyone's basically well, saying one, the same thing, where it's like they he affected their attitude towards certain things. Well, one thing I uh, I would always laugh at was when anybody like in the hood or anybody I was around would say, "Oh, I don't want to end up in a mom deep song." Pertaining to a chick setting you up, you mm. know what I mean. So like you watch out, like yo man, you better watch out. You end up in the Mob Deep song, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they had their own like niche, right? In so, that, like, that's sick. Because their their sound was so dark and so just, yeah, you know, th like all those hits and you know from their their Havoc voices to, inflicted to fair, Alchemist, for sure. like yeah. yo, their production was just it was a sound that you couldn't really really, you know, you can't mention it without. You know, when you're talking about, you cannot mention it when mention, talking about hip hop history, you know, because mm. Shook Ones is one of the most classic beats in, in all of the Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks, man. R.I.P. to Prodigy. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Extra Gravy. I'm Marlon. I'm Jason. And uh, we out here, man. Another episode. Uh, we were just talking about Prodigy, R.I.P. Um, obviously, one half of Mob Deep. I don't think anybody really saw this coming. What was he, 42? Yeah, 42. He was struggling with uh, sickle cell. Since his birth, though. Like, that's since he was born, no? And I thought they had a cure for that already. I he, guess it was wrong. He was actually in the hospital um, for some complications uh, with it a couple days prior, I believe. Sure. And he was found unconscious. And uh, the, the uh, what was it? What do they call it? The like when you die, the reason reason for death yeah. has not been determined yet. Oh, so you don't know if it's because of that. Yeah, then they haven't really stated if it's because of that, but that's a fair guess, I would assume. Hold on. Um, he just Someone, performed at Summer Jam too. Like someone's saying that he reportedly choked on an egg while being treated in the hospital for sickle cell. If this is some like sick internet joke, I'm. Yeah, that happens a lot, man. You just gotta. Of sound. I don't know. They're pretty, they're pretty consequence of sound. Is there a Is that a credible source? They they're pretty credible. Prodigy choked on an egg. Well, they're working. They're working on to confirm. I don't. Know. Yeah, they probably heard that themselves. Yeah. Like, you, you, these fake. That's the thing with these fake news these days. It's like some of them can seem so real because you don't know where the or origin is. You know what I mean? You can see it from another blog and be a blog and be like, "Fuck, relate." 
and just yeah. the the speed. It's all about speed for these blogs. So it's like they don't really fact check too well before they put it out. And if they do, they do what that that blog just did, which is like we're still confirming, but uh, that's what we've been told so far. And they know that's gonna get the clicks. Did you guys get to ever see Mob Deep in concert? No, I've never no, seen no, them in no. concert. Thank God. Shouts to Gavin. Okay. Shouts to Gavin the God. Yo, man, homie got us some tickets to see freaking Mob Deep at the Roxton. And when they played Burn, Getaway, Shook Ones. Um, they do that 50 Cent song? Uh, they did some 50 Cent joints. Um, only their parts, obviously. Uh, yeah. What was another one? You um, know. Uh, God. Quiet Storm. Well, yeah. out of That's my mm-hmm. shit right there. That beat? Yo, that shit. Oh, man. Yo, shout out to our guest today. We got Big Norm. Hi. Stand-up comedian, TV personality, MC yeah. host, R&B singer, weed connoisseur, weed chef. Okay. Like, the list goes on. This man does a lot, a lot in the city. Right now, I'm literally wearing two. uh, A lot of you may know him from Manifesto and Manifesto events. He is... I I feel like, I don't know, when I think of Manifesto, I think of Norm. I I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Every time there's a Manifesto event, you are the one... You're the man behind the mic, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I associate Norm with, like... You're like, okay, we do this a lot. We give people logos. He's the logo <laughs> of Manifesto, like... That Jerry West just put, just oh, put a silhouette of Norm. Jerry West of Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's love. No, I've been there since the inception, like... And one of my best friends, Che Katari, shout-outs to, to him. He's, uh... Yeah, he was one of the founders, and... Uh, so you were there when Manifesto all began? Like, were you there when, like, the idea... Came and it was like all mans are like smoking out woods and just like yo. Well, at the time, I was really one of the only few people that were smoking woods. Oh, um, oh, a pioneer uh, of sorts. Yes, yes, yes. Pioneer of the back. <laughs> I've been smoking backwards since the nineties, folks. Oh, back when it wasn't cool. Them. I didn't even know. I was just like, I want to buy a blunt, and I bought like a pack of Phillies, a pack of backwoods, a pack of uh, centuries. And I was just like, just trying to figure out which one was like. Mm. What well, is your flavor? And uh, after smoking backwards, I'm like. Screw those two blunts. Screw those, you know, you know the yeah. ones that were like cardboard. S- you could stiff. leave them in your whip, and then you open your whip, and it smells like you had like a car, <laughs> like three <laughs> fucking car freshener trees in there. Yep. Like, and you're smoking that shit. So no, I was like backwards, man, for like almost twenty years. You've been no, smoking backwards just, for almost twenty no, years. I'd say fifteen, sixteen years. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. But still, black people, we round up. I got jerk lungs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that cough. Listen to that tuberculosis. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, lots of backwoods and. So you were there for the manifesto inception. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, basically, Che was just talking about, like, you know, we gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta, you know, build up this, the, the hip hop scene in Toronto and the arts and community scene mm-hmm. and. He had these town hall meetings at uh, the council chambers at City Hall where he brought all these, like, you know, community members, uh, tastemakers, hip-hop heads, artists, you know, whether it be a rapper or a painter or a dancer or whatever. Everybody just came through, said their piece, said what they wanted. Everybody got their input in. And then from that point on, we're just like, all right, let's do it. Manifesto. Boom. 
That's what's up, man. 11 years later, it's still, you know, they still have me hosting. So it's been, it's, it's nice to be associated with those guys because it's, it's all the way in Jamaica. They got Manifesto Jamaica. Wow. Manifesto, like. Manifesto Worldwide. Uh, I fucking forget. I think they have manifesto. Like I didn't know they were in Jamaica. Yeah, I knew that. I seen that this year actually. Yeah, them being in Jamaica, and I remember they mentioned it at at the con at the festival. Sorry. And there's um, a there's a crazy exchange too between like like artists like uh, Protege and and um, John Nine and Kabaka Pyramid and all these guys that are kind of doing their thing now. They were all coming here. To learn of Manifesto to bring it back to Jamaica and like help foster and, and you know talent and artists out there in Jamaica the same way like Manifesto was doing in Toronto, and it was just cool that they could just lend out this template across the world and people just use it and fucking. That's amazing, you know, yeah. Because a lot of people would scene, like you know? be like, "This is our baby." No, do your own thing, start yeah, your own yeah. stuff. That's really dope because it it blends in with the the overall message of it. Because mm -hmm. it's like if you're gonna if the message is bringing people together through hip hop mm -hmm. and art and and yeah. dance and the, the culture then why not embrace other ones and, and allow them to do their own thing too that's yeah. amazing and I so, love Manifesto because I got a, I got a chance to meet a lot of like crazy artists I would have never had the chance to meet like who and smoke weed with them too so, like Talib um, Talib Talib Kweli oh, funny story about Talib Kweli but this is this is non-Manifesto related um, <laughs> we can hear it <laughs> this is an extra gravy exclusive 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 <laughs> whoa <laughs> po -po 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 Kung Fu Kenny! <laughs> what happens on Earth stays on Earth! So okay, Talib's Kuali's story. Um once a, one of my homies was doing a photo shoot with him and you know I used to I used to be the delivery guy to come through, provide some supplies to mm, <laughs> deliver artists, the medicine, you know, pharmacist well, of sorts. I, I, I'd like to call myself the weed Samaritan. You Ooh. Know? Wow. So I was just the marijuana that on a shirt. that I would love to smoke. And then, hey, if you wanted some, I'll share with you. But hey, this cost me money, so if we could just cover the cost of it, you know, <laughs> but we, you know, just smoke. You're usually a and guy that like is know. like, yo, just go get the blunts and yeah, we'll be good. Just, you know. <laughs> so anyhow. Um, so they're like, hey, I think Talib wants to smoke. Can you bring him up a little something? something? I'm like, cool. I go upstairs, knock on the door. Door opens, and I'm just like, I had one of those Austin Powers, Fred Savage moments when he sees the mole. <laughs> yeah. Because my man had the biggest fucking, like, puberty zit. Like, it was just oh, this pulsating you know, this cheek just ready to pop. Ready to pop. Face. And my man had like this mountain of toothpaste over top. Oh, <laughs> he's using the black medicine. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, yo, man. I, what's up? I'm like, hey, what's going on? Talib Kwa Pimple B. Yo, black medicine is like the you know? worst. My mom told me to put butter on my face if I wanted a beard. <laughs> and the guy did it. <laughs> yeah, you are baby yeah. I'm like, mom, I can't go to sleep now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Usually consists of getting rubbed down with like some like ointment or something. Yo, did your mom ever give you cod liver oil? <laughs> I'm not ever get cod liver oil. No, but I think I got something like similar, but it wasn't cod liver. My mom smelled my pope and said, mm -mm, "You need a washout, man. You need a washout." And she just put this cod liver oil, and she put it in a spoon, and that thing is oh god, that thing is so viscous. It's like thick. 
<laughs> it's like a thick and it's like clear. It doesn't really have a taste, but it does. And it's like, oh, just the worst. And you guys ever had worm medicine? War? What? Worm medicine. Like Yo, I tell people this all the time. They think I'm fucking crazy. You know, you guys have wor- you have worms, B. Oh, you worm, don't know it. Worm medicine. Yeah. Okay. I thought you. you said, like, what do you war- mean? You never had worms. How are you supposed to know? Oh, I, oh no, I actually think I have worms. For you sure. definitely have fucking worms. Everybody does for the Everybody most part. Everybody has a little. If you ever had Mr. Noodles, you got worms. I'll put it that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> that kind of sh- that kind of food breeds that shit. Like, <laughs> and my brother, I remember my mom gave my little brother the worm medicine, bro. I sh- and I shit you not, no pun intended. This nigga shit out. The longest, like, it looked like a tapeworm. Like, this shit, Yee. it was crazy. I got, because I thought she was talking shit. I'm like, Mom, how the f- how could there be worms in me? Be real. Yeah. The nigga shit it out. I saw it. Uh, no, how pork, long was like, this pork thing? heavy countries. Like, it pork was, heavy diets have lots of worms. Like, yeah. Yeah. Lots of worms. Yeah, it was, so. it was at least like a uh, iPhone cable. Like, oh, oh, no, half an iPhone cable. Half an iPhone cable. Just in his stool. Just in his bottom piece, in, in dog. Just, just I don't like, know, just man. Just dangling like a yo-yo string. Ugh. I don't even want to picture that. <laughs> <laughs> the yo-yo string come back up. I ain't trying to picture that roll back up. But yeah, oh, it was... Man. I didn't take the medicine after that. I'm like, I'm not shitting out worms, mom. They got. They going to have to live here now. <laughs> this is their house. This is their house. I am one with the worms. I am one with the worms. <laughs> Call me Earthworm Jim, mom. <laughs> But yeah, um, black medicines. Yes, back to Tilib Quelly. Oh, so no, yeah, he just, uh, he had this big ass pimple. And so I, I come in to the, he, he invites me into the hotel. He's got his whole crew there. And he wouldn't like, he wouldn't even look me in the eye. He was just kind of so, sh- and it was, he wouldn't look me in the eye. He was so ashamed. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know what he felt at the time, but it just seemed, it just <laughs> seemed very human. Yeah. Like, he wasn't like, oh, you know, the big Talib Kweli hip hop artist, whatever. He was just another human being with a big zit on his face. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, wicked. I, nice. I like, was that your first time meeting a celebrity? No, no, no. Okay. That was my first moment seeing a celebrity Be in human. that light. Yeah. You know, just like, oh, you're just, just like me. You know, as much as you, you know, as much as you're on top of the world, I could look at that zit on your face and be like, "Haha, you feel like shit." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I feel like shit, you know. The other, so we're in the same boat. We're in the same spot. Word. Like, Was Talib so, Kweli ever on top of the world? Well, I don't know if it's on top, but like, like Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> like, if he worked his way from the bottom, he's like Middle Earth. He was never like. Yeah, he's middle of the. Mall. He was in that era where like those conscious rappers. We're not necessarily what you were trying to hear yet. Like, like on a mass appeal. Yeah. Like Kendrick's found a way to be Kendrick and J. Cole, I would say, have found a way to be those conscious, like let make us think rappers, rappers but, but have still. also found a way to make it, you know, a little bit more entertaining to the masters, if yeah, that yeah, makes you sense. Had a lot of those since like Nas or Common. Common to live Quelly most deaf, Yasin Bay, I should say, sorry. Kanye in the early parts of his mm-hmm, career, right? Yeah, early Kanye, All Falls Down was like super conscious, like super Very conscious, conscious yeah. single. <laughs> and it killed, killed. I miss that Kanye, man. I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> nah, but that's that's really dope, man. Like, you've been doing stand-up for how long now? It's going to be six years in December this year. When did you first find out you were funny? Um, I knew I was really funny 
when I was in this choir, I was in this. Um, <laughs> so Norm can sing, by the yo, way, guys. Okay, yo, watch this. <laughs> there was this like, there was this gospel. Um, fe- it was called Gospel Fest, where all these gospel <laughs> churches or all these wow. gospel choirs entered for this like all out. This is like fighting battle. temptations. You know exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jeez, Sister Act Two. Shit, I'm you know just what I mean? fighting so um, they got all you know obviously all the god when you think of a gospel choir you think you know you know people of african descent mm-hmm. a bunch of black people just singing their asses off but then they took all the best singers from all the filipino seven day adventist <laughs> churches oh made a super this is the first super, super team this is before lebron right yo, like, <laughs> this, is like, this, this is the filipino gospel dream team the pinoy power singers right? <laughs> and you know we revolutionized karaoke you know, mm-hmm, you know definitely like I attribute half, like Bruno Mars's success to the Filipino half of them. <laughs> so, and then maybe the Puerto Rican side is the. That's why he has such a wide, you know? wide palette. I think exactly. You know, he's just he's just a mutt, right? <laughs> so anyhow, um, sorry, Blemery. Yeah. Blemery. Uh, so the go, super team. About? Oh yeah, super team. Uh, Gospel we, fest. We joined this. So we're, we're this choir called Theocracy, and. Um, why was I even talking about? Uh, <laughs> because we were talking about um, when did you find out you were first funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. And whenever we were in choir practice, I would just be cracking jokes left or right. And I'm like, how am I doing this? I'm on a roll every Saturday, mm. <laughs> you know, after sunset. How old are you? Di- I was like, you know, 14, 15, 16. Mm. And then, yeah, and then after that, I left and joined that R&B you found backwards. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> then you found backwards and joined the boy so, band. No, before, before church, mm-hmm. the church uh, choir, um, I was in that uh, this R and B boy band called Kamikaze. Mm-hmm. With that when I was telling you, yeah. with, the, with the Italian, the Jamaican, and three Filipinos. <laughs> What's the Jamaican guy's name, please? Uh, please say Delray or no, Desmond. Um, <laughs> that would be. Oh my God, Glendon. Trey. His name was Trey. Oh, okay. Uh, nah. Trey. Nah. So there, 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 there second was, generation there was, there was Dante there was Trey there was Casino very there R&B was, names though there was Naughty Casino Naughty Naughty his name was Neil oh my god Naughty Neil yeah. but he was oh like this god. little punk ass Filipino kid that would just like get in trouble all the time oh so man he's the bad boy of the group you have, you have to have one AJ right every group needs one AJ and then I was the youngest in the group I was the Michael of the group what know? This guy yeah. gave himself MJ. <laughs> he gave himself. Uh, I was the uh, Michael Jackson of the well, group. He was the youngest, right? <laughs> he was. He was. So that, that's the only reason I was the Michael. You could have used a B five reference. Okay, I was the. Only one. <laughs> I don't know that nigga's name either. I don't know. know. B five. Who knows any of the? B5 I don't think I know any of those niggas' names. Right there. I bet you you can't name one B five. Yeah, right. Even their last name. That'd, That'd be a good share. drinking game right you know? there. No, but um, so in this, I wasn't even trying to. I joined that group as a rapper. Oh, and then uh, these guys, <laughs> and then these guys um, were harmonizing one day. You know, being in the choirs and whatnot in church, they were just off. And I'm like, no, 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 guys, you're doing it all off. You gotta be like, huh? You gotta be, huh? And they're like, bro, you sing? You <laughs> sing in the group, bro. I'm like, no, I only sing in church, b. I only sing for this. I only sing for God, fam. The group. And they're like, nah, man, you're singing. I'm like, no, bro, I'm only rapping in the group. That's it. This guy right? wanted Everybody's to be like no 18, fizz. 19, 20 plus years old, and I'm like 14 years old, right? So we go to Scarborough Town Center. <laughs> I did not expect the, yeah. the story to go there. Real quick, <laughs> shout out STC. 
First time I ever tried to pick up a chick in SDC, she punked me the fuck off. And oh, I was always man. scared to pick up chicks after that. Wow. Fast forward like two, three years later, we're in the mall, and like this uh, there's this chick I see, my you know, the leader of the group, older dude, you know, like a mentor to me. So he's like, I'm like, oh, that girl's hot. And he's like, oh, you like that girl? Yo, why don't you go talk to her, man? I'm just like, ah. He's like, yo, don't be a pussy. Go talk to her, man. You got this. I'm like, wow. yeah, yeah, I got this. You know, let me go to the bathroom and freshen up real quick. So I go to the bathroom all panicky, like, oh, yo, I can't let what happened before happen again. I can't get punked off in Scarlet Town in the food court. It's happening. Oh, oh in the like, food court, like too. freaking Eminem, palms are sweaty. You know, Was it in that middle of the food court? You know that middle, middle aisle? Yo, bro, <laughs> just at, <laughs> it was like, you're like, I'm, I'm on a runway right now. Right? Everyone's looking at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just in the center of attention. So, anyways, I come out and I see my homie Casino talking to him. I'm like, yes, he's breaking the ice for me, making it easy. I'm like, nope. Respect. Nope. So I walk up and I'm like, okay, okay, this guy's gonna just set me up with the intro. And he's like, oh, hey, how's it going, man? He's like, oh, yo, this, this is my boy, Shaolin. This is the one I was telling you about. The one that I was gonna tell you was gonna sing for you. Wow! I'm like you, fuck! You are like, already panicking, and the man yeah. said, "Yo, this nigga was gonna, yeah, he got like, some." Uh, sing, I told you he was gonna sing you a little song. Oh my she's god! Like, yeah? And she's like, she just crossed her eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> ready to judge. Oh my god! So I close my eyes. Oh and I'm my just like, god! You better just sum up every ounce of sexy soul that you have <laughs> in your body. From watching BET, Midnight, Soul Groove, Ooh. Re, uh, you know, the mix with Master T, just take as much like everything. What was the BET one? After Dark. After Dark. After yeah. Dark was Midnight that shit. Groove, after Dark, like all that shit. So I'm like, what song? Boom! I think of Usher's Bedtime. Mm. Okay. You know, and it's a still. <laughs> and when I'm singing, like I was just like, I was like, oh, oh you had the fists up, like the R&B fists. And you know, just like <laughs> oh, just clenching my teeth, like constantly thinking about things to do. She's like, oh, he's mad, like this motherfucker put me in the spot. Places where we should make love. I wanna freak you, baby. Just mad, like yeah, this guy's singing and crumping. Wherever you are, and I just open my eyes, and her hands are like this, like over her mouth, like. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! I look. I'm just like surprised. Her pants are unzipped. She said, <laughs> back to the conversation we we're having about earlier. Mm. She goes, "Oh my god! Can you sing on my pager greeting?" And I was like, <laughs> wow. "Yeah, for sure." Wow! And that became my main form of chopping things. Oh my! Singing pager greetings and voicemail <laughs> greetings. I'd be like, "Press star to skip this greeting." <laughs> Leave a message on the tone. <laughs> she gon' call you when to get home. It's like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> that was a hustle yeah. for the man back in the Yo, day, bro. So you hate texting right now? You must hate texts, <laughs> bro. I was all about alphanumerics and shit, spelling freaking messages with numbers. Like you know how you spell boobies? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I could spell my name. Norm would be like one seven zero one two one seven seven eight one seven. I can and see like, it. The fact that I could say it that quick, like that was my name, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's how we used to. Move. Like I lost my virginity to a chick that I met off a of page degree. Like she just called 
my phone to hear my she's like i just called to hear you sing i you just have called call. you have such a great voice <laughs> and then we would just like talk back and forth via pager and phone like for like i'd say about a year y'all kids don't know nothing about that pager the phone mind you <laughs> i lost my virginia when i was 13 to a 12 year old so <laughs> I didn't need a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, don't worry, don't worry. You kids but, start out, yo, everyone I know starts out so late. Like, hold on, when did you lose your virginity? How old are you? 14? You? Uh, I don't know. How old are you when you're... Nah, I asked you first. Summer after grade nine, how old is that? That's 14. 14. Y'all niggas... Summer before grade nine. Y'all niggas horny as shit. I was so sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> yo, dog, I was so sheltered. I didn't lose my virginity until like a week before I turned 17. No, that's, that's fucking. Three, that's still fine. You're still high. I school. know it's still fine, but like, like guys had there's no right, there's no right or wrong time to lose your virginity. But I mean, like, y'all niggas is horny early. No, <laughs> like, watch this. No. Yo, <laughs> I'm, that I'm, I'm thinking about basketball up until or, 15, 16. That's an epic summer, yo. That's the summer before you go to uh, high school. Exactly. Grade that's nine is high school, about nigga. To go to high school. But that's what I mean. Like, either before or like the summer after. Like, it's your first year of high school. Like, it's a big time. It wasn't yeah. for me. <laughs> I was at an all ages party called Menage Trois Mondays. Oh, an all age. Wait, hold on. Yes, what the fuck? I know. An all ages party called Menage Trois Mondays. And it was a weekly. <laughs> a, it was a weekly. Is that 108? On Adelaide. Oh, okay. man. I thought it was a 108 so, thing. I'm at this club. This chick um, breaks up with a boyfriend. Vulnerable. Um, she's on a rebound. Vulnerable. And she's like 12 years old. I'm 13 years old. She's on a rebound. We're on new, we're, this is ridiculous. Right? <laughs> this is some really adolescent. She's on a bender. Right? <laughs> so we're, we're downtown at Menage Trois Mondays at Power Bar. You know, blue lines are going up now, like at the, at the end of the club. And she's like, oh, I don't want to go all the way back to, you know, Vern or whatever. So I'm just like, yo, come, come, come to my cousin's place in the east. He lives Dundas West. It's just, you know, we can just go hang out, whatever. So... This is the same thing I met through the page agreement. Mm -hmm. So we're there. And my cousin's like, yo, it's his birthday, man. Why don't you hook him up with a little something, something. She I am little, so confused right now. Bit, right? So they start drinking. Like My cousin's like 16 years old. I'm oh. 13. She's 12. <laughs> his parents are gone in the Philippines for, for vacation. And we're this all hanging out. amazing. So he's like, yo, I'm going to go upstairs. I got a little booty call on the 16th floor. You guys do your thing. I'll He's be back. 16 with okay. booty calls. Yo, right? Uh, Walk on right now, dog. So, turns off the light. I hear the door close. Boom. I've never touched a titty before, you know. She moment. had titties? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? Little tiny little handfuls. Oh, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> please spare me the deeds. <laughs> spare me the details. Hey, at the time, it was only <laughs> 13. I get <laughs> that. Statue of limitations. No, no, no. <laughs> I was I always thought that when you th when you fantasize about the stuff you used to do back when you were right a kid, when you were like seventeen yeah exactly right? it's like when you reminisce it's like ah I remember that time when I was thirteen screwing at twelve years old, 12 year old. <laughs> awesome like wait that's I've actually never well the, I, I guess I'm that's a good like reason yeah. I really I guess that's a good thing that I lost it so late like. All my thoughts are of like eighteen. <laughs> at least legal, because sixteen is illegal. I don't age. have to. I don't have to battle with that conflict in my mind. No, it's okay. So take this in. So my cousin leaves. We start doing the do, and I start thinking about all the different like porno tapes that my uncles left in their VCR. Wow. All the unscrambled, uh, scrambled porn I'd watch on TV, like, and just like in that moment, I wasn't even 
in the fact that I was having sex, I was just like thinking about all these different things that I saw and I was trying, trying to, to emulate it. Let me yeah. try this. Yo, Ron Jeremy did this move. Like, <laughs> you know, he did this one move. And I'm trying everything, right? Oh, man. And then midway, she stops. She's like, are you, are you really a virgin? I'm like, I, she's like, I thought you were a virgin. But she, she goes, are you... I, I thought you said you were a vir you were a virgin. I'm like, I'm not now. Let's get this going, girl. And I'm looking at the time. I'm like, wow. I thought I was supposed to bust like quick time. Quick time. This Maybe that's like why 30, she was asking. Five minutes in. I'm like, oh, I'm still going. This is awesome. All right, try this one. Boom. Try this one. This guy Finally, lasted like, almost an hour later. Minutes. I'm like, I I bust, and I'm just like, holy crap! I can't believe I almost lasted an hour. No one will ever believe me if yeah. I was to tell the story. Then from behind the couch. Pops out my cousin who fronted. Like, he I did. Was like, was yeah. This guy hit behind the couch and was like, Norm, you're the fucking man. You're the man. You're the I'm like, yes, somebody watched me do it. Yes. He's like, bro, I almost I fell asleep like twice, B. Don't like, kill Sis. me. Sis. That's sick. Yeah, man. I don't know if I've went as long since. I but, think you know, I was just like, yeah. First time I think I, I lasted 10 minutes. Yeah. I think. And that's because, like, the first five minutes, I'm pretty sure I had the condom on wrong. And, like, <laughs> I was just trying to put it in. And I'm like, shit is yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't eating pussy then. Uh, oh. I'm pretty sure she didn't even know how to get wet. So it was like, it was just fauceting. Like, oh, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just one of those for about five minutes. <laughs> then I got my groove and I saw fireworks wow, and blood. <laughs> I made sure I put down I made sure I put down red towels though. I had red I had red towels on my bed. Some Yo, fireworks. It was so funny. I, I had to bribe my little brother and sister to get out the house. Cause for some reason, for the first time in the history of their lives, they didn't want to go outside to play. And I'm like, nigga. I'm like, this girl's gonna be here soon. They can't see her come in. Nothing. I'm like, all right, yo. Here's my last $20. I gave my brother. The money, I'm like, yo, bring Cheyenne, go to McDonald's, get so get a happy, get a happy meal or something. Yeah. He's like, all right, cool, cool. Finally, they leave. And they walked past the girl while she was walking down the street to come to my house. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, put down the red towels because I knew what was gonna happen. I'm like, there's <laughs> no way my mom can freaking find out about this shit. And yeah, it lasted like ten minutes. She she bled on the towels or whatever. It made her go shower and shit and like. Yeah. Oh man, it was I, just... I think of that one song by that. Oh, what's his name? He was supposedly the fifth member of Boys to Men. Before his mom like told him like, "Don't those kids are gonna make it. Leave that group." And he wow. left, and then they blew up, and then he started as yet. I've heard about this. As yet. as yet, yes, they did that um, friggin' that one big big song. Yeah, his name is. Uh, is it last night? Um, yeah, as as yet last night I think. I saw the moon, the stars, the mountains, and the. Ri is that the one? I feel like that's Boys to Men. Definitely not Boys to Men. Last night, yeah, it's him from the, the Nutty Professor. I know my arm. It's hard to say. I'm sorry. Cover. Um, then they have one with about friends. Um, but the lead singer of as yet. Was um what's his name? Mark that, Nelson. That's his name. He wow. was the fifth member of Boys to Men. I hope he didn't like Fresh he, Prince. But he has a song <laughs> called Fifteen Minutes, which I'm sure you guys, if you guys remember BT, they he was like, uh, "Oh, the guy is fifteen minutes, so come on, get a minute." It's basically a song about him saying, "Yo, girl, I only have fifteen minutes to fuck. Let's do this real quick before I gotta wow, go." Wow. So 
15 minutes by as yet walked so oh, that four minutes, minutes by Avant could run. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, man. It all makes sense now. So that's exactly what I thought when, like, you, you know, the moment your, 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 your brother and sister passed the chick, all you're thinking is like, oh, my God, it's fucking 15 minutes, man. Man, my brother, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna talk about this guy. What he used to, the advice he used to give me, man. Just, just. Hor- he told Little me to fuck fat brother? girls. My older brother. Okay, how old? How much older? I, uh, he was like. Yo, big girls. He loved too. Twenty something. I like mid twenties. Okay. When I was like eighteen, nineteen. What year was he born? I can't remember. I don't fucking know. I have six brothers, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't keep track. Four sisters. I can't keep track of everybody. I'm Jamaican, man. <laughs> island people love they understand breathe, <laughs> they understand it's the weather yeah trust but me. yeah he told me i have sex with fat girls to start because like if you have sex with fat girls and you can break a fat girl then you're gonna dominate skinny things it's kind of true so and then i was like well the logic's there <laughs> <laughs> but i just don't i don't feel like i should be using fat girls as training wheels <laughs> i just don't it just doesn't make sense to me no not even like fat girls but thick Thick girls, like while I was while I was away in Taiwan. Mm. Away is that how you want to put it? Well, I, <laughs> I was away. We just got Norm back, guys. All right. When okay. did you come back again? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Norm has home. been in. I was in Taipei, Taiwan, stuck on a travel ban, uh, for. What they say was uh, trafficking marijuana <laughs> in Taiwan. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, I, I got, they basically found crumbs of marijuana in a pair of pants that I had packed in my suitcase. Literally like 0.13 grams, like crumbs with lint. They made me scrape it out with my finger and shit. Wow. It, you know, couldn't smoke it, nothing. Yeah. It was like literally just remnants, you know. So they hit me with possession and trafficking. Wow. Uh, sentenced me to three months in prison. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to do any time. I was able to pay my way out of out of jail. But then, like, there was at least basically six months of of waiting. Jesus. For, for my court shit to go. You through. were there for six months. Six and a half months, bro. Holy shit. Well, six months, and the other half I was in Jamaica. <laughs> God damn. Can you give us a a look into what like a day? was like for you in that after well, after well, okay well i only did time in jail for two days the first day when i got there and the day before i left the first day i got there was hilarious i felt like fucking pablo escobar okay like i got in because when they booked me um at first they were kind of like oh you brought weed you brought weed and i was like guys man like i'm a medicinal marijuana patient i'm a marijuana chef this is my marijuana cooking show this is my life i this is this is what i do get mm-hmm. used to this you know canada's you know legalizing weed america's legalizing weed there's places all over the world legalizing marijuana you're going to have more and more cases of people coming with like <coughs> remnants yeah. and residual amounts of weed so like you got to let this go just Give me a blind, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I showed them all my medical papers. And then they were kind of like, cool, because after I basically started, I gave them like an impromptu lesson on marijuana, on shatter, on, on um, 
vape pens on rigs on everything and they had all these diagrams were all wrong and i just basically showed them i, I gave them like a mini conference like this this workshop on you know marijuana 101 and they're just like oh wow you're so cool like and this these are the cops i'm talking to right yeah next thing you know i just established this really cool relationship with them when they put, bring me to the station they're ready to throw me into this holding cell and they're like go ahead keep your phone i'm like huh let me keep my phone in wow i'm like scene so i'm just sitting there like i got my coat on my jacket you have your charger I got my uh, no charger. <laughs> I got my shoes on with laces. You know you're not supposed to let anybody in jail with, with laces because yeah. you know you're gonna hang yeah. yourself, choke somebody out. Anyways, then they're like, "Oh, you want you want Wi-Fi?" I'm like, "You're gonna give me the Wi-Fi password in the menu? I'm I'm loved in here." Man. <laughs> they're like, "Just don't post or record anything. We're gonna we're gonna confiscate your phone and check to see mm. if you record it." I'm like, "Don't worry, we're good, we're good. I won't do anything." So then they. I'd say about an hour and a half, two hours later, they let in all the other inmates because it's this one holding cell. And you're the only so, like, nigga in there on the phone. I'm, I got the one bench. I'm like, I, I'm like, le- like sleeping on my sweater with my, as my pillow. I got my jacket on. It's cold in this cell. Mm. You know, and everybody's walking kind of like shivering in their shorts because the, the uniform for the jail was like shorts and this cut up t-shirt. So they're walking all cold, all barefoot, right? There's one set of like, um, slippers right in front of the bath, like not even a bath. It was a fucking. It was a hole in the ground where you squat and shit. Mm. And like, I'm lying there on the one bench, and everyone's looking at me like, "Who is this guy?" And I'm looking at him like, "I'm oh, fucking Pablo Escobar." <laughs> look, look at me! I got my phone in the bench, son. <laughs> you know, don't don't make me Snapchat you, <laughs> right? So, anyways, they start feeding everybody. They give them all these like small buns, and uh, these steamed buns, and they're like. Norman, Henry, Henry, they, for some reason they couldn't pronounce my first name, so they're calling me by my middle name. And they brought me out into the staff room and fed me like this ill fried chicken meal with rice and sausage and, you know, pickled bamboo and, and, and fucking wow. wilted snow pea leaves. And, you know, like, yeah, this guy got room service. I'm like, you guys are See, do, do you think that had anything to do with the fact that you're a Canadian and like... I think there was a bunch of things, like even the fact that I was freaking out that I was getting in trouble and then realized, holy shit, if they found this in the Philippines where I was going, yeah, I would have been shot dead on the spot. Yeah, it would have been even worse. The yeah. president there is crazy right now, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like sitting in, you know, in the interrogation room and I'm just like, holy shit, officer, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you. Kind of saved you, Thanking yeah. everyone. Like, you guys saved my life. You don't realize what you did. Yeah. And everyone just like, that's when they all switched their mode and were like, oh, wait, yeah. We did save your life. so, yeah. And that's when we started establishing a relationship. So they bring me to the detention center, where um, the immigration detention center, and they're ready to lock me up until my trial date. Um, there's like three or four guys that they're processing. They put this one guy into the cell and realize that they put the wrong guy into the cell. It was supposed to be me. They registered this guy already into the cell, and it so happens to be the last cell in the whole detention Oh, my God. So they're just like, oh, fuck. You're going to have to sleep. Like, do you know anybody in Taiwan you could stay with? Wow. And I'm like, I don't, but there's this guy that I did a podcast with. Like, in the two days I was there, I met this guy. He's like, come on my podcast, went on his podcast. Look at the universe. So I hit him up. I'm like, yo, this (laughs) Mexican Taiwanese dude born in the States, Speaks perfect Mandarin. Name is Tony Chen. So they assume this guy, uh, when I show them his name, they're like, oh, okay, he's Taiwanese. 
speaks they spoke to him speaks perfect Taiwanese so they let me go they're like yeah you can go stay with Tony whatever they're like but he has to send a picture ID or whatever sends his American passport and they freak out because they already like signed me up ready to go and they freak out they're like no he's not Taiwanese citizen I'm like no he's American like but his name is Tony Chen I'm like well, he's half Taiwanese half Mexican American but I'm like we're only allowed to release you to somebody to a Taiwanese-born citizen, because like they'll be held accountable yeah. if I try to dip or do anything, uh -huh. right? So they're like, "Fuck!" And they're all like, "And I got I'm like in my cuffs, holding my phone, like yeah. recording these guys angry, pissed off, just like, just arguing, Shit. talking." And I was kind of shook because I'm like, "What are they talking about? They, I, I'm scared. What are yeah. they gonna do with me?" And then when I said, "My heart would have been fucking racing," I had my boy freaking point. translate. He's like, yo, these guys are just arguing because of they the fucked fuck ups. Up. <laughs> and nobody wants to like own up to the fuck ups. So yeah. like, just let the fucking guy go, and then we'll deal with him when we deal with him. Just let him go, man. Like it's fucking Christmas in a few weeks. Like, yeah. And then what? 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 What made it take so long was I had to deal with Christmas, New Year's, mm -hmm. Chinese New Year's, yep. Lantern Festival, uh, Lantern Festival, Dragon Boat Festival. Like, all these things just kept on pushing my shit back and back and back. Like, okay, after this holiday, after this holiday, after this holiday. And they already have cases like, to deal with. Yeah. That are much more important. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. That is unbelievable, man. I didn't know. Were I you believed. scared at that moment where it's like, when they're like, yo, you get, it has to be a Taiwanese res resident. Like, No, I was kind of like, because my boy was like, yo, bro, they fucked up. <laughs> You're going home. You're gonna stay with me. Just act cool. Oh, like, they fucked up on the technicality. You get to go. You get free bail. You're basically good to go. You you don't know how lucky. Look you are at right the now. universe, I'm bro. Just like holy like, shit. Like let's look back at all the things that happened that, like literally was saving Norm yeah. the entire time. First, they found the weed. He's going to the Philippines. It would have been even worse. Yeah. Second, he gets there. Yeah, use your phone. You want a Wi-Fi, fam? I got you. <laughs> you don't even go to niggas' houses these days and they offer the Wi-Fi. <laughs> they offering it in jail. <laughs> then he gets in there. He's the only guy with a bench, <laughs> with a blanket in, of sorts, with his jacket. Then they get fed. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> Your food is right this way, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. gets some nice full course meal. Oh, okay. You know what's even fucked up? I, I totally forgot to mention this. When I landed, they lo United lost my luggage. I left my wallet at home because I just left. I just got home from Jamaica from the Cannabis Cup and had four hours to like pack and then go straight back to the airport. Mm -hmm. So I left my wallet. So I landed with like $7 American. Fucking Jeez. nothing. So I had no access to money even throughout all this. So like imagine I had no set up international phone, like no money. I'm oh stuck in this situation. God. Luckily, at the hostel I stayed at in the first two days, one of the guys I met working there was in his final year in law school doing his master's, and he was able to like get give me free legal advice through his freaking professor Jesus at university. Jesus Christ, man. This yeah. is not. This is getting kind of scary, it's, bro. It's it's nuts, okay? Like, the universe literally conspired. Just kept on hooking me up with in all so these many blessings. Ways. Everything, every time something felt like I was moving backwards, it was really just like, 
just like surprise you're actually moving two steps forward hey! do you feel like you were thinking and during that whole time was your mind in a positive space where it's like it'll work out like oh something will happen i'm and- never i'm never like oh fuck this is to me as a comedian at the end of the day i'm like okay i got a set here what what is this joke gonna be about like, <laughs> it's just this like material anytime something fucked away, up like something's gonna come out of this right <laughs> So the whole time I was like, whatever happens, happens. There was maybe like two or three days of frustration, like throughout the six and a half month period. Mm. And the rest was just like, blessed experiences, man. Just just new shit, new food, new people, new experiences. Do you regret you know? it at all? No, not one bit. You know, like, not to say I would do it again. Like, never. I, I would never purpose. Not by choice. $7 American land. That's that's incredible, bro. Trust me, man. That is actually an insane story, man. And the only way I got money was because he he was like, oh, do you got PayPal? Because, like, you could send me a, pay, a, a big PayPal amount. I'll pull it out. So I had a nice little chunk. Okay. And then, yeah, so when I was ready to leave, because United lost my luggage, and it was sitting, when they found it, it was sitting, and that's when the dogs came and sniffed it while it was sitting waiting mm. for me to pick up. So... So even that was luck that yeah. United lost your luggage. Right? Holy so all those, shit. All these things had to happen, right? I'm going to count them up. Let's see. Okay. We got lost luggage. Then they find the weed. Then lost you get no wallet. No wallet. No money. But wait, no. Which was, was the no wallet part? For like two, for the first two days. How did it help though? That's what I'm trying to think. I'm only counting the things that helped you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... Uh, then you get you fr- you get the bench <laughs> to sleep on, you get your jacket and Wi-Fi <laughs> and your phone. Mm-hmm. You got a full course meal. They put a nigga in the cell that you were supposed to go in, so now you don't have to stay in jail. Yeah. Then they fucked up in letting you go and putting up the writing up the paperwork before, and now finding out the dude's American, yeah. <laughs> and then that's no, that's just uh, no. That's so, inc- that, and the law student. This yeah. is just all too much. It's and then the dude, the dude in the uh, like. So there's four guys in the podcast. Shout out, um, bulletproof toast and the butternut deluxe crew. Um, Amazing names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they freaking um, Temba. Shout outs to him. Made this ill shirt. This tribe called Quest Nintendo. Oh yeah, I noticed shirt. that. Um, yeah, he uh, he let me stay at his house for free for two months. It's amazing. And just like let me wait until, cause in my head I was like, yeah, I'll, it'll only be a week or two. I'll, I'll get out of here soon. Mm-hmm. And then you yep, know, Christmas. New they year, understood though, two I guess. Later, right? It was like, okay, I'll let me get out of your hair now. Yeah. That's when I started staying in, in different hostels and different places, just renting out spots. And then the final two, then I got a job finally. You got a job out there. I got a few jobs. Say what? <laughs> You got a few jobs hey, in man. six and a half months in oh. Taipei. Okay. First job I got in Taipei. Um, so I met this. Uh, okay, so I met this dude through a mutual friend. Uh, like he's from this dude from Saskatchewan. What the fuck? Okay. Far out, bro. Living in Taiwan now. A friend of mine in Canada, you know, did the Facebook introduction. Guy turns out to be the plug, like music. 
Kush. Grade, <laughs> everything. And, you know, I was already like, I have, haven't been sober in like 16, 17 years, high all those years. Mm-hmm. This is my first like three months sober. Oh, my goodness. So I finally bug up this guy, burn some sick grade. Like for what they had out there. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, it must have been sick I'm just because you've been like three you know? months sober. It's right? like some bush would have been sick. But uh, <laughs> some China bud. Whoa. Like yo, so yeah, he um, <laughs> he introduces me to the, his friend. He's like, oh, yeah, I know you need some legal help, uh, and it's hard to find like English speaking lawyers. I got this Jewish dude from Wisconsin. Uh, he's a law. He's a, like a business lawyer. Maybe he could help you out find another lawyer. So I'm talking to this guy. And then it so happens that he also runs a Mexican restaurant called Pachuco. And then as we're talking... A restaurant. Chilling, yeah. This, the same Jewish guy owns this restaurant. He's like, come by. Come by the restaurant. Let's talk. Let's chill. So we're sitting, chilling, talking. And he's like, oh, you're a comedian, man. We're looking to put together like a new little ad campaign, memes, food puns, a whole bunch of things. It's like, you think you can come up with a list of things and I'll, I'll pay you. And I was like, sick. So I had to give him like... A list of all these different food puns and memes. These are my top five. Um, we put the Juan in Taiwan. Oh my <laughs> god! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you would. That was that was one. That was that was fifty dollars. She paid me like two fifty, right for for these puns. So that was fifty bucks right there. And the next one was a. Uh, been there, done that. Pachucos. Oh, one hundred dollars right there. That's wow. the next fifty. Here's another. This is. Are you ready for this one? Sick meme. This one's a meme. It's a picture of Steve Harvey <sighs> on Family Feud holding a Corona, and it says, "Survey says." Oh my god! Boom! One hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> Woo! Yo, so this is how. This is how you're making a living out there. This is Bro, how you're surviving. Check this. This is my favorite. I know you guys are going to appreciate this. Are we talking 150 Canadian? Canadian. Chase. Right? Wow. Chase. So then he's like, all right. Um, what did he say? Uh, the last, the next meme was a uh, picture DMX holding a taco. And all you hear is, tacos cheap, motherfucker. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> That's a big one. That was a big that one. That was a big one. A they love that one in Taipei. Um, yeah. And then they have their their CN Tower or Empire State Building is called Taipei 101. And I was just, you know, it's just like Taipei Juan O Juan. And that was another Wow. One. So, but I so gave him like 50 really corny ones. Like, great puns. You know, it's the stupidest puns like, girlfriend had a bad day, chicken taco bout it at Pachuco. You know, like <laughs> stupidest oh. puns. They're loving it. <laughs> one of the like main runner ups was like, because they're such big. Like cat fanatics like Hello Kitty and whatnot in, in Asia they love cats so it was like uh, for all you cat lovers in case you didn't know tacos spelt backwards is so cat oh my God. <laughs> and they're like we love that one wow. we just don't know how to properly how we're going to present it but that's our favorite one I was like Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> hilarious that's their favorite one but they don't know how they're going to present it that's jokes so that was first job Second job, I got. I became an English teacher, a substitute English teacher in Taiwan. Interesting. Did you do that? Uh, that testing, or did you just bro? Slide in? No TESOL, no degree, just a criminal record. <laughs> That's all I needed to teach the future of Taiwan. Unbelievable. 
And then in my head, I'm like, okay, you're going to hold me here. You're going to give me a travel ban. You won't let me leave. Let I, my while, while people I have, while go. While I have the kids, while I have your future in my hands, I'm going to miseducate the fuck out of them <laughs> until you let me leave. <laughs> let my people go. So, yeah, that was that, that was is. a fun little gig. Um, and then I started teaching. Okay, here's a ready. Are you ready for this story now? This is another crazy like, oh my God, how the hell? Your luck is nuts. So a friend's girlfriend's mother's godson. Jesus. That is for... So my homie, his girl, her, her mother, had godson. a godson in Taiwan. Yeah. This Taiwan's, uh, this god, godson in Taiwan, so this happened god. to be a, uh, this prestigious doctor... Uh, eye doctor, literature award winner, and poet guru, songwriter, like aficionado, and gay rights activist and homoerotic painter. <laughs> he does a lot. Okay? This is this guy was like a G. Okay, here's my story through the through the grapevine, and felt compelled to help. He's like, you're in such an unfortunate situation. Just over the phone, I could tell you're a good person. I want to pay for all your legal fees. And what? Just offers to pay all my legal fees. I'm like, no way. And at the time, the lawyer I was talking to was like a hundred thousand NT, which is like six G, like four, four and a half, five G's just to retain them, right? So I'm like, yo, you're gonna pay for this? Sick, bless, right? And he's like, and I don't want you to be working illegally or doing anything out here to make money. Like, I know you're gonna be here for a while, so uh, if you need money, I need a tutor. I need somebody to tutor me in English. And like more specifically, like I'm going to the Philippines for this conference, this um, literature conference, and I have problems understanding Filipino English. So if you could help me understand it better. So what I would do was for the first hour, I would I would like talk about different idioms, adjectives, different words, and whatever, just better as English. Then the second half, I would speak in a Filipino accent in character for a full hour. And and like every time he didn't understand and like a word that I would say, mm -hmm. I'd break it down and show him so he'd better understand the next time he hears it, just so that he could be just like quick. What good. are the fucking odds that he needed your specific background right? and talents? <laughs> so I'm like, so imagine I'm talking to him like this for the first half, and the other half I'm like, okay, today I'm gonna do high pitched Filipino. Okay, so how's everything, sir? Okay, so tell me about your artistry. And <laughs> give me a testimony about for an your, hour. You know, for like, bro, in character, full conviction and commitment, like. So you got improv workshops at the same time. This, <laughs> this is when I realized I'm a method comic because I'm literally like living my jokes. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm doing all these things for the sake of like, oh. Like, I know I'm gonna joke. get like, a oh, great set God, out of this. this. Something's something's great. Like something's gonna happen. Like yeah. I'm gonna get something. Just keep on going. Like I did a. I was like, I gave him scenarios. I'm like, okay, so now you know you meet a you know you meet a guy in in the Philippines. You're you know you think he's cute. What are you gonna say to him? What happens if you don't understand any words he says? So all right, I'm playing gay Filipino guy with bad accent. Oh my God, how's everything? So oh my God, I cannot believe that you have such a good artistic ability. Oh my God, like. And, and to me, I'm, I'm laughing to myself on the inside, but being as serious as possible. I would, yeah. You know, I would just have for to. For his educational purposes. 
And, bro, it was fucking amazing. I'd be picturing myself, like, as a fly on the wall, looking in on this room, like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> That's amazing. And we would do it in a Starbucks, so everybody around would oh be like, what my the fuck God. Is this guy, are these guys doing? It wasn't even in <laughs> privacy, like, <laughs> this match is in Starbucks. Yeah, and in, in those sessions, we'd talk about anything, like, and it was just open because it's, it's conversational mm -hmm. English, right? And he would just talk about, like, um... You know, break down all this gay shit. You'd be like, oh, so there's rice queens, there's there's uh, ice cream queens, there's this qu grass queens, there's all these different types. And breaking all these different gay terminologies and, and like, teaching me nasty words and fucking Mandarin shit. <laughs> Tell me how to say pussy in Mandarin. It's literally the word B. It's the letter B. It's B. B? B. So every time I say, yo, it's good, B? Yeah, you're pretty I'm saying, what's, saying good what's good pussy? pussy. <laughs> pussy like, right? That's exactly that's the first thing I thought, B. <laughs> yo, every time I say, yo, what's good, B? I'm saying, saying, yo, what's good pussy? Exactly. <laughs> Go on, pussy. Yeah, when I was singing the ABCs with the kids, I couldn't help but think they were singing A pussy C D E. Like once I found that out, I was yo, like, yo, B. Wow, I'm gonna have to hit up all my Mandarin niggas. Like, yo, what up, B? What's what's good? I don't think they appreciate that. <laughs> I don't think they like it too much. No. That's yeah. an amazing story, though, bro. Oh, man. There, and there's so many stories intertwined within. Like, not one podcast is not even enough for, like... You got to drop an audio book now. No, this is... The one-man show is coming soon, explaining the, the trials and tribulations uh, in Taiwan. So How soon can we expect that? It's going to be in the next... Uh, before the year ends. 100%. Nice. Nice. It's still, I want it to be fresh in my head. Mm -hmm. It honestly felt like a dream because coming home, nothing changed. Like everyone's still, you know, Toronto. Yeah. What was here. that like coming back? Like would, you didn't see any changes. It was just like back to regular scheduled programming. Yeah. It was, it was like I, I didn't leave. Well, know? yeah. Like you got right back into work almost like you were partying. I seen you at Manifesto that right? night. Exactly. Right back into it, seeing everybody on the street. It was, and there was people that that I was with that hadn't seen other people for the same amount of time they didn't see me and they were in the same city. Yeah. So it's not it's not even like a thing that I was gone. Mm. I, and there's people I haven't seen for six, seven, eight months that that are still in the city. So it's like it's not like I left, but people just knew my situation. Yeah. So they were like a bit more empathetic to it. But coming home did you like hear from people like that? Like that people you've never you haven't spoken to in like Bro. forever, like ten years, old girlfriends People, old girlfriends, people I didn't realize still looked out for me. I'd like, get teary eyed. I'd get I'd get emotional bro, to be I honest. Was, my heart. Bro, I would feel I would, a lot of. I would feel a lot, when I get that kind of like overwhelming love. It's mm -hmm. like it, it'll get to me, man. Very humbling experience. Very. Man. People I didn't even think cared to holler at me. I was just like people that were like, oh yo, I remember you helping my sister out so much within you know her divorce, mm -hmm. and just knowing that you were there for her. I want to be here for you, like. I don't That's really amazing. I know you, but I know you're there for my sister. I was like, shit. It's kind of like, like you died, huh? but you didn't. <laughs> you, you know when niggas die, like you hear all the good stuff, and you're like, so I guess we just all need to get trapped in another country. Yeah, yeah. It's, at least for a little right. bit. For at a little least for a little bit. bit. Just, you know? just take an extended to... vacation on who yeah. misses you, who's important. <laughs> Have you heard about that one person that uh, was in North Korea, was it, and they got into a coma? No. You hear about that on the news? They're in North Korea. Um, they defiled something on the wall. Something that was like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he got put in jail. 
like real jail. Yeah. Or whatever. He was. He, they showed him crying his yeah, ass off. Begging, the, begging, and like, the please, please. <laughs> like, one of those. Yeah. Like, Is a white guy? It yeah, was yeah, an yeah. honest mistake. Where's he I from? Regret. Not sure. I'm not sure though. Does he not know what North Korea is? And yo, so <laughs> they, they don't play. Him, they got him right. Um, and next thing you know, he ends up in a coma, and he's still in a coma. He got sent back recently, but he's still in a coma. Sent back to where? To I think he's American. American? Yeah, yeah, he's American. So they sent him back, but he's still in a coma. That's amazing. Cause then that nigga wakes up, and he's in L.A. He's gonna be like. <laughs> It was all a dream. <laughs> like, that would be the first thing I said. Like, that's crazy, bro. Imagine how trippy that would be. You wake up and it's like a movie. Like, you wake up and your your family's all around you. Like, you've been, you you've no been out for 10 years. <laughs> like, you have no idea where you are. That's one, that's one person I would love to speak to is someone that was in a coma for a decade. A decade, at least five years. I feel like there's significant enough changes in five years for that person to come out and be like, the world is a different place. Like, it's, well, think about five years from imagine, now. Imagine you, you fell you fell into a coma before internet. Right. And then came out. Came out. Like, like, oh, like my God. Like 20 years later. Bro, that's some Holy like. shit. What's that movie? Um, Hackers? Um, no, no, no. The one with Wesley Snipes and uh, Demolition, Demolition Man. Man? Demolition yeah, Man. That's like that. Like, Murder, death, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 come yeah. back out, shit's all like high tech. You're like, what the fuck? Murder, and you gotta navigate. Murder, death, I'd be kind of scared, to be honest. I think I'd be kind of like, it'd be a very overwhelming experience, man. Think about how far technology's come in the past 20 years. Yo, in Taiwan, like full reception on trains. Like, what do you mean? Wi Fi everywhere. Asia's like, past us, bro. Me. Like, I was just, oh, I was sure. like, fastest internet everywhere. I had free Wi Fi, like, on every street corner I could find. Like, they had this thing called, they had like 10 different free Wi Fi. Um, Asia's past us, man. To, like, connect to. Um, this just, they had one card. They had one card that would work within the subway, uh, stores. It was like a presto card, basically. But then it was. But for life. But for life. <laughs> That's amazing. You could, for, you could use one of the city bikes. You could pay your bills. Pay wow. Your bills. Pay your, you know, pay your. Uh, is it like money dump on there first, or is it like charge you at the end? No, it's just a card that you register and then you just pump, throw money on it. Okay, so you have to load it first. Yeah. Okay. But That's... that specific card gets you access to so many different things, and like even Seven Eleven in Taiwan, like, guy they. They do your laundry. They they what? do shipping. What the heck? They they do shipping and receiving. They do you can pay all your bills there. Um slushies got steroids in them. They don't have that's a one <laughs> weird thing. They don't have slushies. So what? But they have fucking dim sum and steamed buns and Okay, that's a good trade off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that. They, they got uh like hot pot and shit. Wow. Dogs, and I heard food out there is really cheap, like Two dollars can get you a good meal, bro. I I created a new alter ego in Taiwan named the Glutton God. Like, <laughs> he just ate, ate, and all ate. I did was eat, 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 eat food for lunch, dinner, like fucking Mike Tice. And somehow you didn't blow up. Like you're like the same size from when I saw you. Yeah, I just got gout. Really, is all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get fat. I just got gout. <laughs> <laughs> 
gotta get something. <laughs> that's that's an incredible story. Make sure you guys look out for uh, Norm's one man show. I'm pretty sure he'll be announcing it on all his social networks. Soon come, soon come. Soon come, soon come. Now. Hold I'm on, glad to have you back. Real quick question to a Jamaican: What's what's faster, soon come or just now? Soon come. Soon come. Mm. Just now is you haven't even left the house yet. Yeah, so just now like, could be like you know. Oh, yeah. Anytime, still. So. You almost here? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, now, just now, just now, just now. I'm still 20 minutes no, away, you my guy. Like, you soon, soon come? come? Yeah, soon I'm around the corner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, still might take. Still might take our next minutes. 10, 15, <laughs> but I'm around the corner <laughs> still. <laughs> <laughs> our measurements are just <laughs> so off in every way. Oh, man. But, but that's. That's a crazy story, yo. I'm glad to be on the Oxo Gravy Show, though, because like one of the first things I wanted right off the plane was obviously West Indian food. Mm. Mm. Where'd you go? Specifically, what was the first thing you did when you well, came back? The first thing I did was obviously smoke a backwood. Mm. And then in your house? In the whip that was picking me up from nice. the airport. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, right into the freaking... I, I got mm. blessed right into the freaking... <laughs> you walk in like... It's already yeah, at went the... Went right into the whip, <laughs> boom, good to go. With then, the windows uh, down, was it a nice day? No, it was raining. As it was raining? Yeah. Uh, it was cold, it was whatever. It was cool. But, um, but you were home. Tim Hortons. That was the first, because it was early. Super Tim Canadian of you. Thing open. So I had, I had me uh, a double dub. Um, <laughs> double then, dub. Uh, yeah, the first thing I had, though, was um, a beef patty, like, after that, at Warden Station. Shout out to Warden with the best Warden patties on the fucking map, B. Downsview yeah. suck your granny, giving people run belly for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, Downsview's trash with the Kennedy can suck your granny it's too. Like not bad. Kennedy raised their prices by at least 25 cents, and I'm Islington not pleased. Islington can go on with the patty and Islington can go on. I mean, the samosas are better, but. I never get the samosas there. I never have them. Samosas can go on still. But I had, I had Warden is untouched. That was one of the first things I had too. Proper. So that was really good. Shout out to Ali's. But then I went to uh, AF1. Shout out Adrian. Shout out to Adrian, man. Um, and I got me some. Oxygen. That restaurant's amazing, bro. Yeah, man. Really Adrian, dope Adrian concept. Is really doing well. With Great him, location. Too. Great location. They say that location's cursed, but not in this like time, like this era of college is different. I feel like it's gonna do well. Your college is starting to boom a lot more. Yeah. There's a lot more things to do on that strip now than just go to a bar at it's fucking true, Bathurst. <laughs> you just go to bars at Bathurst and hit up Revival or <laughs> Mod Club, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but now, it's, yeah, it's definitely booming a lot more now. He's been doing amazing. I shot a skit in that. I haven't put it out yet, yeah. but I shot a skit there. Have you tried his, the oxtail there? Of course. How do you like it? I love it. Ratings. I can't remember. I can't remember the taste specifically. Plus, Radiant I'm going to be starting a video series. Pat. I'm going to be starting a video series soon okay, okay, okay. where I just go around raiding oxtails. So okay. we'll, well see what I'm going on. My, on my marijuana cooking show, when I when I do a marijuana-infused oxtail... You know the holler at your boy. I will be hollering at you. The oxtail gad. The where does blood clad. Where does take place when you're infusing marijuana into food? Is it like... Is it a butter? Well, there's there's many ways... You got you got tinctures, you got oils. Some people use it straight up like a herb, like like oregano sprinkled over top of shit. Real rasta, you know. <laughs> so, but um, I personally use it within the oils and tinctures. So, like, it could be as simple as drizzling it over top just before serve, 
reserve. Mm. So it's not really like, so you could actually control the amount that you put on. Portions. Or it's like you infuse it within the actual dish as you're cooking mm -hmm. it. Right. But obviously you got to control the heat temperatures because you don't want to burn out the TCs or whatever. So it's, it, it is somewhat of a science, but if I was to do something like oxtail, I would, I would probably add it near the end, like make a, a nice essence with the oil. Okay. Like make like a, a scotch bonnet uh, marijuana oil, just like drizzle some, some marijuana oil driplets right after you like serve the plate itself. And then... That extra gravy on the side. Extra gravy on the side and in the background. Make sure you guys are playing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's, that is, I remember I've been to one, I think, no, two, two of your, your weed infused like dinners. E I'm pretty sure it was like Valentine's Day. I think you did Let's one. Let's get married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was one of them. Are you, are you good to announce when the next one is? Uh, no, it'll be in August though. So I guess I just announced my birthday month. So no, I'm not gonna announce it, but here it is. <laughs> I'll make sure to be there this time. I'm not missing that. No, yeah, definitely gonna, not. It's gonna be good. You know what? Just for you, bro. I'll make it the uh, the West Indian edition. Let's go! Because you know, you know. I'm with for that. those of you who don't know, this is one of my like humble brags. I used to be a, a personal chef to a pretty big West Indian dude. So you know. Is his name like Mashu? Marshall Montano. <laughs> Yo, his Marshall Montano <laughs> impersonation <laughs> is the greatest thing ever. You're his chef? I want to eat like a boss. I want to eat it like a boss. Prison portions. He gave me like 16 pieces and thing. Oh, God. And then I'm like, all right, Marshall, I'll give you a bigger portion. I give him a bigger portion. No, why is he giving me this big ass portion? He's trying to get me fat. He's hiring you to make me healthy and thing, boy. He's a boss. Don't eat like a boss. He loves Toronto, he though, eh? Food that will he nourish. Or he's always here. He's he's here a lot. I don't know about yeah. lives here, but well, I know he's here a lot. His manager lives. His manager is from here. Oh yeah. Jay, the same guy Jay. that ran Manifesto. and Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I had no idea. Did. That's amazing. That's really how I got the job. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> See the plug there. That's so amazing. Yeah, he, he hooked me up, so I, I was out there cooking with those guys. So, yeah, I, I would, you know, I want to do, like, you know, fucking marijuana doubles and... Cheese! Mm. Okay, uh, festival. Uh, you know, just, just like, <laughs> just brush the bar out with a little bit of marijuana. Marijuana flitters, dog. Then we need the marijuana flitters. Justin, we're woo! Finally, I just make some noise. <laughs> yeah. Between that, you know, you know like... I can steep some marijuana, marijuana into some coconut milk, and you know, rice and peas calls for a little bit of coconut milk. So then you cook it with that. It's just milk, so like boy. can of coconut milk to throw into your mar into your fucking rice and peas. If you're not or, putting coconut in your rice and peas, like I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, go suck yourself. You know suck your mama. Coconut milk is everything. Suck him out. I heard a man in Jamaica scream, suck your mom out, just because the next guy slightly brushed his grocery bag. It does not matter, bro. Wow. There's no, there's no like, levels to when a suck your mother can come out, dog. Like, a man yeah. can, <laughs> a man can brush your drink. Like, you suck your mom out, not a stinking <laughs> wretch. Like, I used to. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh <laughs> if he hits you with that, you just gotta be like, "All right, I'm just keep moving." It's not the one. This is not the one. 
Um, but yo, we do this thing here every week where we uh, we pick somebody, and it's our uh, good youth of the week. Good youth of the week is a blood clot. Good youth. And um, this week, you have a good youth, Jason. I have one. Mine is. What's my motherfucking name? Jaga. This guy said Jaw Rule. Okay, I get it. I get it. What's I see you. What's my motherfucking name? Yeah, the cadence is different though. See? What's my motherfucking name? What's my motherfucking name? Yeah. This cadence is different. There's a little slight, slight inflection there. But yeah, uh, Jay Z. This is past week. Um. He decided that he was going to bail out dads for Father's Day, which is really dope. Um, he was inspired by the fundraising drives from Southerners on New Ground and Color of Change that bailed out mothers on Mother's Day. And Jay-Z basically said, as a father with a growing family, it's the least I can do, but philanthropy is not a long fix. We have to get rid of these inhumane practices together. Jay-Z writes before concluding with, we can't fix our broken criminal justice system until we take on the exploitative bail industry. And uh, it was a big week for him, man. He got into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. The first twins are here. First Wonder rapper era. ever. Jeez. And he doesn't even write. You know what I mean? It's a he mod just freestyles all his raps. Man, man went into Songwriters Hall of Fame and doesn't use a pen. He has a project coming out on the 30th. Four four forty four. Yep. He announced that, which everybody was freaking out and thought it was Jay Z, anyways. But yep. that was like a short film project. <laughs> Remember when he said he was retiring? <laughs> yeah, right. How many then Kingdom came. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jay Z's just he's just had an amazing week, kind of like Ice Cube's week last the week before. Right? Yeah, for sure. Ice Cube got Ice the Cube star Cube. on the Hollywood Hawk, Walk of Fame. He checked Bill Mayer on li- on live television. It was his birthday. It was his birthday. Like a lot of big, a lot of big, big moments for our rap veterans. I guess it's, it's time to start calling them veterans now, right? Veterans for sure, because they're they're getting their niche. What I find Little amazing. Guppies. <laughs> what I find amazing is that, like, we've seen like Ray Charles, we've seen um, the Temptations, like. We've seen all these biopics of like legendary artists, but our rap artists are still like they're all, like the legends, the vintage ones are going through midlife crisis now. Yeah, it's not like they're old and decrepit yet. You know what I mean? Like we don't have any of those, yeah, so it's yeah. like it's we're, we haven't even begin to, began to see yeah we the biopics. Grown old with our guys, we yeah. haven't grown old with them yet. Like they're like cell phones. Yeah. It's like you don't know what's going to happen with hip-hop 20, 30 years from now. Just like you don't know where the cell phone's going to go and what the effects of hip-hop are going to be on the world 20, 30 years from now. Just like you don't know yeah. what cell phones are going to fucking do to people when we get 80, 90 years old. That, like, exactly. Nobody's had cell phones for 50 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's going to be very interesting. I can't wait for Jigga's bi- biography. Like That, that movie's yeah, going to be yeah, amazing. Yeah. Beyonce's movie's gonna be amazing. Um, who I hope else? There's a Rockefeller biopic in the making. Or I hope that just happens. Yeah. I hope it doesn't happen yet. Cause the only like the only th- real th- like the only three main biopics for hip hop is really like Biggie, Pac, and NWA. We only have Biggie and Pac so far, yeah, and, Pac, and and NWA. NWA, that's it. That's, it, right? that's about it. 
Did you guys see Pox? No, not yet. Did you? Spoiler alert. Pox dies in the end. Oh, oh fucking man. hell, man. What the fuck, bro? Sorry, just... Is it, like, is it, this is what they do in Taipei? Like, just ruin movies? What the fuck? Fucking dickhead. My bad. Just, <sighs> All right, we're just going to have to move past it. that. Um, right, what what movie are you guys looking forward to? I got a good you. Hold up. I just wanted to finish up the topic, my guy. Oh, man. We're going to go back to the topic. Oh, go ahead, go, finish. Go, go. go, nah, nah, nah. Let's you ruined a fucking moment, dog. No, let's go. Let's <laughs> nah, B. All right, fine. Tristan Walker, the guy who created uh, Bevel. The men's uh, razors and stuff. He's now released a women's line for hair care called Form. So I think what he's trying to do is really make a space for black-owned companies mm. in that industry. Yeah. He, uh, they, they tried to buy him over, and he already turned them down once. So he's not even about that life. I think he's making big moves. So shout out to Tristan. It's either that or he's uh, just doing a power move. Yeah. You know what I mean? For more money. Especially when you like you get that first offer. You know that first offer is some some chump yeah. change in comparison to what they know they can make from the whatever they're trying in. to buy from you. So like I, I, I learned a valuable lesson. I don't mean to go back to it, but that NWA movie. Mm. When Ice Cube turned down that contract and was like, nah, the money ain't right. Like, I, that's not the money I'm supposed to be getting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like that's especially for a guy that's coming out the hood, like, has nothing, like... To have that sensibility. To have that sensibility to be like, yo, I'm worth... I must be worth, like, 15 times. Master P said it the best. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, if you guys are gonna offer me this, I must be worth 10 times that much on those Solange interludes. He's like, yo, yeah. like, there's no reason you'd, you'd be giving me more money than what you think you could be making. So it's like, once you realize how much you're worth... I feel like those moves, like what you said, that how he turned down that first one, it's like very essential to do shit like that. You know, yeah, you gotta kind of like play the have field that properly. Mindfulness and like know when to definitely when to shoot your shot and when to hold your cards. I guess as they say, no when to hold them, <laughs> no when to fold them. Oh my god, I don't know the rest of the song. Um, but yeah, dope stuff from Jigga. Dope stuff from what's his name? Sorry. Tristan Walker. Tristan Walker. Shout outs to those good youths. Good youths. You have a good youth? A good youth? Uh, shout outs to my nephew, Inaro. Hey, greatest <laughs> little guy in the world. I love you, little buddy. Shout out to him. Brought him on stage at Manifesto. Shout outs, half breed babies. <laughs> half breed babies. Don't kill me. I make um, good Bruno Mars babies, ladies. This guy said Blasians. The only other Blasians on record is what? Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods? Yes. No. Did he like, even claim the black yeah, side yet? On record, Bruno though. Mars. But on record, he calls himself a Blasian for sure. Okay. Who? Oh, Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods says he's not black. That police report said a little different, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if you <laughs> you're just a nigga in a coop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Kanye said it. You guys ever Yo. see, um, you see that, that, that um, mugshot picture of, of Tiger? Yes, yes, he looks like a fucking drunk like Guyanese uncle. You know who he, he actually does. looks like? <laughs> you know who he actually looks like? Like, if you... <laughs> I seen the fucking picture. Are you, you talking about like the same one? Sign. Yes! Yo! I yo. seen that, and I my mind I was blown. That, shit, that was you? I fucking made... Yo, yo me, my mind was blown. Right I seen a picture of... Like, it's like you put his dreads on him or some shit, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> yo, and I'm like, yo, that still looks like Ty Dolla Yo. Yo, watch this. 
that's this is a picture of hilarious. <laughs> Whoa! What the fuck? I literally just took out. Yeah, that's great. No. Good, great Photoshop, right? but that's crazy. <laughs> it like it like fits. <laughs> We're gonna post it on the extra gravy Twitter. Tiger Woods dollar sign. Shout out. <laughs> Tiger Woods dollar sign. Tiger dollar sign. Tiger dollar sign. Tiger dollar sign. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? <laughs> might be. I just found it. Tiger dollar Fish sign. I might be. <laughs> um, what else happened now, who's this week? Another black you, know, you guys ever heard of hashtag AMBW? What the fuck is that? AMW isn't that a Asian men, black women? <laughs> what? That's a thing. Yo, right now or when on your free time, just Google ha- like Google Asian right men, now, right now, black women. AMBW in Taiwan, you would not believe the amount of like because in Taiwan, most of the like black people in Taiwan are all like African descendants, like like they're all like straight from africa they're um you know there's a lot of nigerians ghanians yeah um botswanians wow um uh wasn't the guy that cut my hair he was gambian and that's a funny thing i was like i need a proper fade and i'm not ah. all these fucked up this guy wanted to have proper taper so I googled black <laughs> barbers in hip hop fades in taiwan hip hop li- fades i literally put hip hop fades hip hop fades wow. That's amazing. And Niasi cuts popped up as one dude, but um, yeah, the the amount of Africans I saw, like like mainly African chicks with Asian dudes, I was fucking floored. The side they don't show you in the media. Bro, <laughs> the biggest booty I have ever experienced in my life, of all places, was in Taiwan, Asia. So you got some pussy out there? Yes. Oh, you got Taiwan Bats- pussy? No, no, she was Botswanian. Aye. Bati Swellop. Yo, she put the butt in Botswana 100%. Like, her, her thigh, the back of her thighs looked like they were nine months pregnant. Each oh one. Oh, my God. Like, that might, she might need to see a doctor. That bro, doesn't sound, uh, like, that doesn't sound kosher. Before, before this was the biggest ass I've ever been uh, blessed with was from in Jamaica. But I heard that uh, story. Yes, you've heard. That I story. heard that story but in in Botswana or in Taiwan. This this beautiful Botswanian beauty. She was an amazing woman. This is after you got arrested. This was after I got arrested. Nice. She was also the first chick I ever met off of Tinder, like in person. Like so I've, wait, they got Tinder out there. You're oh, Tindering. Tindered, okay, Cupid. It's just popping out there. Uh, Not for me though, because I wasn't really on it like that. But my homies were like swiping, like swiping right, swiping tings, right, like, <laughs> straight ruthless. Wow. So wait, so she was your ting for like the whole time out there, Not or just on one but night? A good portion. You oh, know, okay. You know, we we was doing our thing, but it was Stuck I around. was good. She's was, like, you have to stay now. You know, and he's like, I gotta there, go home, baby. Dating or something, but like you know. That's amazing. It was a Zach Morris summer fling. You know? <laughs> oh my God. That's great that you got some some with, peen with the out chick there. From um, Kings of Queens. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> when they were working at like the beach house. At the whatever. beach, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she had that pop, so it was always tripping. Yeah. So yo, um, I just found this. A-M-B-W? I forgot about it. Hashtag AMBW. You pull that up or what? I did. What is it? What did it show? Just a bunch of Asian dudes and black. This should be a. This should be a reality show. Why you, you get you know you know half, half black nephews and nieces I have from oh, a bunch of 
Jamaican man and West Indian man, like just I'm infiltrating a, my I'm family. Sixteenth Chinese. My great great grandmother was from Beijing. Like, how wow, have... that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. My ancestor is Annie Palmer. You got your your <laughs> like one sixteenth. You said Beijing. Did I say something crazy? Well, yeah, that ass. <laughs> Do you know who Annie Palmer is? Who'd you say? Annie Palmer. Okay, have you ever heard of Rose Hall in Jamaica? It's like a, the biggest tourist attraction in Jamaica. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently that belonged to a slave master named Annie Palmer. This is what I've been told anyways. I don't know if this is true or what. Andy? Annie. Annie. The white witch of Jamaica. Yeah. She used to kill her slaves. Oh, damn. Uh, she'd marry her slaves. And then when she was like tired of them or whatever, she just, Kill I guess, them. have them killed or killed them or whatever. <clears throat> and then I believe one of her slaves killed her, Taku. poisoned her, I think, and cut off her head. And Same. people still apparently see her riding her favorite horse on the grounds. And that is a, the white, which is my apparently my ancestor. That's fucked up. Your, your ancestor was <laughs> tied to a white witch. That sucks, bro. Does it? <laughs> Does it oh, no, suck? My dad's my dad's last name should have been Lohing, but he decided not to take that, so he decided to go with his mom's maiden last name, which was Pearson. Did your parents ever like tell you about what names they debated for you? Yeah, my dad wanted to call me Orin after his best friend. My mom was like, "No, <laughs> his name's Orin." Like, your mom's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> so your mom came up with the name. I think so. Yeah. My mom wanted to name me Theodore. Interesting. And I'm kind of pissed I'm not Theodore, Theo. to be honest. Theo would have been so lit growing up. <laughs> Especially early 90s. Oh, man. Yeah, that would have been Theo Huxtable out this bitch, yeah. boy. Oh, man. Um, my mother was a Norma. My father was a Henry. My name's Norman Henry. That's cool. amazing. Oh, Keep it that's simple, dope. Jack. Yeah. That's great. And then my sister's name was Joy. See, and that's called... <laughs> 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 Sheer joy. I used to laugh at it. <laughs> but yo, in Taiwan, like when they choose their English names, yo, I'm dying. <laughs> Not because of how simple it was to pick your name. I can't imagine them be like, "I'm just very happy." Like, <laughs> you know, joy, <laughs> joy. <laughs> That's it. That's amazing. Laurie and joy. Norman Henry. My oh, mom's I, name they, is Norma. My they, dad's name is Henry. There was a kid. Uh, there was a story like because in Taiwan they choose their like the kids. People get to choose their English names. Right? Oh yeah. So the kids like I, I was told of a kid that na- was his name was Abakid, and it was spelled A B C D. I swear to God, <laughs> the kid's name is Abakid. No. No, they choose the most random, stupid names, B. Jesus. Like this That's one guy's... Not... Yo, I will show you... A, I was playing ball. There's guys in Africa guys, named Tupac. His name was Rock. One guy's name was Rock. Okay, cool. Next guy's name was Water. Okay, I was like, no, 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 no. Now you're just naming elements of the earth? All of them are... this guy's like, I'm Pumpkin. The guy's na- like English name was Pumpkin. No. 100%. How do you go... 100%. Rock, Water, Pumpkin. Like, what the heck? Bro, I what? have video of me like meeting these guys on the ball court ready to play and I'm just like, alright, we're playing it. What's your name what's your name? Like that's your chosen English name? He's like, Yes, pumpkin. Wow. Like, you guys are hilarious. I was you thinking about changing my name when I was a kid. From. I wanted what? to change my name to Xavier. Hmm. I always like names with X for some reason. Yeah, I felt yeah. like they were cooler. 
about how about um XXX ten C Alright, we're just gonna be moving on. <laughs> um <laughs> if you grew dreads, bro, and 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 went on crack I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> if you went on crack and grew dreads If I went on crack, grew dreads and like And then got beat up by like and 20 got people the deaf was <laughs> on stage. Well, now I see it. Right. People would write it under my YouTube videos <laughs> long before um, Look at Me happened or Drake apparently bit his flow before that. People would write it under my videos like, yo, you look like fucking X, bro. First, I thought it was DMX. I was like, that's just racist. How do you say his name? <laughs> Extension? Where is it? XX Tentacion. Tentacion or something like that. I just call him X because I can't be bothered. How do you spell it? He doesn't even have many images on on the internet. I seen him box somebody in in the in the crowd at one of his concerts. He punched a fan, and I don't know if the he fan said beforehand uh, on the stage, "If anybody touches me, I'm punching you in the face." Dude touched him clearly in the video, and he well punched him in the face. Punched him in the face. He did give I don't know why anyone would not deck him back. That guy's like five two. You know what I'm saying? He's barefoot. I'd punch him in the. <laughs> I'd rock so that nigga hard. in the jaw, bro. Come on. That's crazy, but uh, we don't promote violence here on Extra Gravy, so uh, it's just figurative defas. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, as of December 1st, make sure you guys write this down in your calendar right now, okay? As of December 1st, cell phone customers can ask their provider to unlock their phones free of charge. Da -da -da -da. CRTC has, has opened the gates for that. Speaking of the CRTC, yo, you know what I found out this weekend? Um... Because this weekend I was hosting uh, the pregame show for the MMVAs. And uh, I was, so I was working with Much and yeah. shit. And <clears throat> we started, I can't, really, can't remember how exactly we got into the topic. But I found out that the Much fact that everybody's been quoting crazy, like, I can't believe they would cancel it. I can't believe it's done, yada, yada, yada. It's not done. Apparently those those blogs that reported it, didn't report it correctly. It's just reduced, right? It's not reduced even. It's just not mandatory. Yeah. So it's it's not something that they have to go. It's All right, here is three point two million at the, at the start of the year. Now here's three point two million. We have to allot too much it's fact. This is our this is our in our budget. Blah blah blah. It's obligatory now. They have free reign on who they want to give it to. And how many they want to give out. You know what I mean? So it's reduced in that sense. Whereas I don't see them making as many. Because obviously, if now it's not a mandatory thing, those funds can go elsewhere in their mind or yeah. can be saved. So I'm pretty sure there's still not going to be as many. It will be reduced in some some light. But at the same time, it's not what everyone thinks it is it's not the end not of much fact end of the much fact like everyone initially thought but it is interesting that um well how little hip-hop videos in no, comparison to other music genres get much fact it's grants. very disproportionate and i've noticed it for a while um a lot of quote-unquote indie bands get much folk. fact folk music get much fat grants like ultra quick i think folk gets the most actually and you'll see like one hip-hop person get a much fact every couple of rounds it's, it's, it's crazy it's pretty wild and i also noticed it in doing the red carpet uh show because we gave out awards and those awards are before the actual main event 
Um, and I gave out the Hip Hop Video Award and um, Best New Hip Hop Artist, I believe. Who won? Uh, Best New Artist was Party Next Door. Oh, yeah, and you didn't show up to get his thing. But my thing was, why are these awards being not being televised? They always do that at award shows. Like it was, it, no, they, they don't, don't always do that. They did no, that they in don't the eighties. Uh, no, even still, they do it today. It's with what? Um, they don't televise like some of the rap awards. Where? Blatantly, uh, I don't know what award show does it, but I've seen it recently. <laughs> you said award show. No, they they do, do it now. You they can't do, name they one. Still do it. Where? That hasn't happened since like early nah, late eighties, bro. bro. They petition once once uh, Will Smith and them petition for the the Grammys to televise the rap award. Other ones followed suit, especially Yo, once I've seen MTV Awards not air the rap category. I've, I've I don't I've watch MTV Awards, so I wouldn't saying, I wouldn't even it. know. Some, some award shows skip that shit. Still, it's whack. That's it's so whack. Super weird. It's whack, and I don't understand why. Uh, it is the culture now. Hip hop is... keeps getting stepped on, even though everyone's biting it. Clearly, insane, bro, insane. And even some of the winners for Much's awards, I, I was like, I was questionable, very questionable. I was very confused. How did they vote? And I, is it fan voting, or did they no, do away with that? No, it's not fan voting. There's there's like two awards that are fan voted, but for the most part, it's like people picking them. I guess they have like a panel or whatever that picks and i don't know how they do it but yeah some of the, some of them were questionable i i was just confused hmm. um but yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun it was way easier than i thought it would be yeah you looked natural up there. it was cool i was in the chat well extra gravy was in the chat mm, yeah i seen you um yeah it was just like they had the cue cards there for us and all that stuff and there's a lot of people there to help us um, they made it very easy for us. Shout out to everybody over at Much. Um, they're just an amazing bunch. Everyone's so positive too, and like giving you positive reinforcement all the time, telling you so that just kind of alleviates your fears a little bit. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like making sure that they're doing their part to uh, make sure the show goes great. Um, I hosted with uh, Dan from he's, he's the Danocracy on YouTube. Um, dope that? guy. He, uh, we worked together well. We did an opening skit, which I'm going to be putting on my YouTube because it was, that opening skit was too funny. Like, every time I watch it, I laugh my ass off. So, um, I'm going to be putting that on YouTube. Did you see the opening skit? No, I think I missed it. Yeah, the opening skit. quick enough. It's my favorite. It's my favorite, bro. I just missed it when I got online. And they shot it with, like, the nicest camera, too. It was sick, man. I can't wait to see it on your YouTube. Yeah, it's going to be dope. It's just really nice seeing all you guys on TV, man. Seeing all your people on TV. Trying, yeah. man. Yeah. Trying, man. Trying. I'm trying to. I want to land something like uh, sitcom or or movie. That's my my goal. Well, the same just landed some HBO thing. Yeah, she landed her first role. Um, it's not the main character, but she has a a role as a, a vlogger in a movie, which is so it's kind of in line with what she already does yeah. type of thing. They're just filming it. Um, yeah, so I think Michael B. Jordan is starting starring in it. Shit. Yeah. Shout out um, to Killmonger, Black Panther. I actually, I don't know if I shared this. Did I share the insecure story on the podcast ever? No, not officially. <laughs> well, now that it's like being announced and coming out, I guess I can kind of. Yeah, they already they already dropped the trailer, so you can yeah. talk now. I, uh, <laughs> so. This is an extra gravy exclusive. <laughs> for real. 
I I basically my agent hit me up, um, said, "Yo, you got an audition for Insecure season two. I freaked out naturally because um, first of all, I love the show. I love Issa Rae. Um, I love HBO. All these things that I love. <laughs> and um, yeah, he sent me the audition, and it was one page, and it was." That's super weird when you get a one-page audition. I that was the first time I had ever gotten one, uh, especially f- not for a self tape because I had gotten one-page auditions, but those were in-person auditions, which are a little different because one-pagers could be just a commercial. They just want to hear you deliver lines or whatever. But this is a self tape. Self tapes usually you get five to nine pages of dialogue that you have to act out by yourself. Self tapes are super weird. I fucking hate them. Uh, but you'd think, they, you'd think you'd be used to them because you're in front of the camera by yourself. I'm used. It's not like it's nerve wracking or anything. It's just like I'd rather be, like I'd rather. It's like uh, it's like trying to get a job interview, mm-hmm. and you don't have that personal. I can see, look you in your eye. Yeah, yeah. You can get my energy, feel my vibe, type of thing. Like I'd rather be in the room and like you know you see me. We can talk, whatever. Um, I feel like it's just so impersonal. Just like hi, my name's Marlon. I'm five eleven. Um, my agency is AMTI. Then boom, I'm right into, right into the skit. Like that's it's just very imp- oh my fucking god, I hate you. <laughs> so then um, <laughs> you're so dumb. I'm dropping that. This guy's Photoshop superimposed my face onto <laughs> Extentacion. Why zoom in on the camera, B? Oh, y'all doing me dirty. Y'all doing me dirty, man. Y'all doing me dirty. But anyways, uh, where was I? Yeah. Okay, so I got the audition. It was one page, right? Context now. <coughs> Couple hours before that, on Twitter, Issa Rae tweets, I need social media personalities that are guys. Tweet me with um, guys that you like on the internet. And people were mentioning my name there, mentioning my name. And um, I knew that because I have a verified checkmark on Twitter. I'm like, if I click like on this or retweet them she'll get it because when you when you have verified you have a section that is specifically only for verified accounts so you can literally click that and only see that when check marks people are interacting with your stuff so i'm like if i do this she's definitely gonna see it like she'll see it whatever i'll get the attention didn't know if it was gonna work there was no word about it until like he sent me the audition i'm like it's, plus on top of that it's one page so i'm like yo i think like i already have it like there's three lines eh yeah. and that never happens plus he was like yo they they really like you like gotta send this in asap i'm like cool Fuck. send it in um i think then yeah it was the next day my agent calls me he's like yo you're gonna be on insecure season two i'm like yo, shut the fuck up Yo, don't play with me right now. He's like, yo, bro, they loved you. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, what's what's going on? When do we leave? He's like, right, I'm just I'm just waiting to hear back some more information from them or whatever. I'm like, scene, scene, scene. All right, cool, cool. Um, I was out later that day, and I, my mind wasn't even on it anymore. And he texted me. He's like, yo, do you have a work visa for the U.S.? I'm like, oh, no, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> And he's like, oh, damn. Um, he's like, there's there's no way you got a, like a hookup on somebody that could hook you up 
um, with one of those quick, huh? I'm like, nah, like I don't even have the bread for that right now. Like that's to get a work visa is like twenty five hundred dollars minimum, like fifteen day wait. They needed me there in three days. I had to fly there on my own dollar, and like you know, like I'd have to, I'd be fine. I have places to stay in LA, but like I'd have to fly there, fly back home, and pay for this shit, like. And get that try to get that done within three days? Impossible. Impossible. So I'm like, yo, honestly, I is literally nothing we can do unless you know the prime minister. Like <laughs> if I had Drake's number, I'd try to ting, but <laughs> man's don't have that fam. Like Nah, that you know how America is right now, especially bro. It's like that shit is just not gonna happen overnight. So I was just like, man, I gotta I gotta say no. I gotta turn it down, and it sucked. But it's cool because at least now I'm on their radar. Like Issa's, Issa, um, told my agent that just make sure I get my my paperwork sorted out because she's gonna keep me in mind for future stuff. And like she would like she would love for me to be on. She loves she loved my tape or whatever. And um, so yeah, I was like, it's good in that sense, but. It just sucks. And like, bro, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I was doing in the episode, but just know. Oh, no, please, please don't tell me it has something to do with it. Just know I would have been in three of them things. So you would have been getting a lot of. It wouldn't, have been, it wouldn't have been one episode. That's all I'm going to say because I don't want to ruin it. They had the show coming out. I know what the first episode is. So I don't really want to ruin it. But no, for a second, I was going to be like, well, you got love scene in there. With it's somebody. just going to suck because it's going to be like when I watched the Obama movie on Netflix and I was like, fuck. Like, I read these lines. They never told me I was <laughs> Obama. Like, I just, I was just reading the lines. Like, they don't never give you. They didn't tell me ex that I was going to be Obama. And I'm watching this Netflix fucking movie. See, and I, the guy started the lines and I started ending the sentences. I'm like, why do I fucking wow. know this? And this? It just came out. And I'm like, holy shit, I auditioned for this. So now I'm going to see some nigga in the first episode saying the lines that I should have been saying. <laughs> it's going to fucking cheese me. It's going to cheese me, but... Everything happens for a reason, man. Like I'm, I'm keeping positive with it. Like, if that didn't come, like bigger things are just gonna well, come in the future. That's, that's, it's that's all good. It. Like, I'm patient, man. Like I, I'm there's no step. rush for me. I don't see life as a rush. Like, when people are like, oh, I gotta, I gotta find a girlfriend or I gotta get married. I got kids. I'm like, I, I chill, man. When, when, when it comes to me, it comes to me. So that's like, I'm just waiting for that next big opportunity where I can kill it. Hopefully, I'm prepared. And uh, yeah. That's my insecure story. Congratulations, bro, man. That's, that's, that's sick still, bro. Yeah, kind of a congr that, kind of a congrats. People looking out for you like that or looking at you. Yeah, like man. It, it's, it, it helps solidify because you know those, especially when you're chasing like your dreams and like I, I know you can relate to this, Norm, if like going on stage and like hearing those first laughs and you're like, yo, like this is actually what I'm supposed to be doing. Like this is, yeah. this is it. Like I'm actually good at it too. And, like, I had that moment at the MMVAs this weekend where I was, like, halfway through the show, and I'm like, this shit's so easy. Like, easy That's what I was telling you. Is it, it easy? Really yeah, like, I, I didn't understand if it was easy because I was prepared or if it was easy just because it's f shit's fucking easy. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't understand it, but it just it helps natural, solidify it. 
you were engaging with the people that you guys were talking to. You asked great questions. Um, the other guy looked not as natural as you did. Like you looked like you, it was a breeze. Yeah, it was dope. Thank you though. It was uh yeah, it was pretty dope to watch you on TV. Yeah, it was uh I my my I sh I looked fly as fuck. I gotta say that the stylist did his thing, bro. Like this guy. So what, what was that tracksuit you were wearing exactly? It was originally just the tracksuit, and like there's no bow tie, and those pattern things that you saw on it were not on there. That nigga literally sold those in an hour before the show. What? He's a beast. He. I went right before we went downstairs to rehearse. He's like, "What do you think about these?" And he laid them on top of them. Like, they weren't stitched in or nothing. He laid them on top of them and, like, placed them. Like, I'm thinking, like, here, put this one here. And, like, what do you think? And I'm just like, yeah, man, do your thing. And I didn't know how it was going to look until yeah. I went back upstairs. I'm like, nigga. Nigga. That's <laughs> Can I hire you for my closet? Just put you in there anytime I need to get dressed. So were you doing red carpet stuff? like? Uh, yeah, I was uh, doing the pregame show. Um, we basically, anybody that came on the red carpet, um, they try to like wrangle. And like, that's the other thing. Like, that was probably the most hectic part is like not knowing who you're going to interview next, not knowing who you're throwing to after you're interviewing. So you kind of got to be aware and like keep your eye on people writing things on a whiteboard under the camera and like cue cards changing and oh another guest is gonna come on you're staying on stretch 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 and it's like now you gotta fill the time so like a lot of times you saw me up there talking for extended periods of time i was just fucking filling the moment <laughs> like, like they didn't know what was going on so it's just like bullshit 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 yeah, that's just hectic though like i had to work for e1 mm -hmm. time for tiff on the red carpet for like their like their tiff premiere stuff and like guys like um what's his name Donald Sutherland mm. and um, legend, and like legendary guys, like the the guy that played Magneto. Like Wait, didn't Donald these... Sutherland die? No, he's uh, he's still alive. He's still alive. So right. I thought, yeah, it's crazy. I, I could have sworn that Kiefer Sutherland's dad died. No, no, but like he wasn't in uh, Hunger Games. He was. He, that nigga dead, bro. I think he died. No. No, oh, he's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, well, let's see. Wikipedia would have said he was dead. Yeah, it would have like his it's a Canadian icon right there, you know, dog. It, yeah, Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, dead. Oh, oh, okay, maybe that's oh, what I saw. Okay. Okay. Sutherlands are still alive, folks. <laughs> no, but I mentioned that because like those guys were intimidating as fuck to freaking talk to, just because you're like, you little peasant. Mm. This is this is my. 30th tiff like yeah you know and i i when i was cooking he came to the, by the restaurant that i was working at and even serving him he has this air about him that's kind of like shit so like when you're on that on that red carpet and you're dealing with these mega stars that feel extra entitled i'm sure you know much the the much shit was a lot more loose and fun yeah joe jonas like, can go suck his granny yeah, still well, yeah, yeah joe, joe jonas kind of try to leave me hanging go suck your mother we seen that joe <laughs> Seen you, Joe. I, f I, f I see you, bro. Don't come out here in the streets without your little boy back. Don't make me catch you on a drift, you know, fam. On a ones? On a one us in Parkdale? Bring Nick to he can get slapped up. You're all you guys. fucking you rock. Out here, eh? fucking Joe, Nick, what's the next pump one? In your yeah, I'll, I'll deaf us Nick. Nah, Nick's a good youth. What's still. the next name? I don't know who the third brother Joe is. Jack. 
The <laughs> what? That there's a Jack, Jack Jonas. Jonas. I don't know. That nigga is like the forgotten Jonas. <laughs> yeah. We might as well call him that. He's a Michelle of the group. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a fucking crackhead hip hop moment in like <laughs> ten years, where he comes out doing hip hop music like Miley Cyrus and smoking weed. It's gonna happen. Watch, man. That's what they be doing, man. Yeah, and Sheeran does coke. He does? <laughs> yeah, look at that guy, man. He's on some shit. <laughs> look at that guy. He's my, on some my shit. My buddy gives me calls like, hey, man, do you know anybody that can get, do you know anybody that can score some cocaine? I'm like, nah, man, for who, though? He's like, oh, fucking Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is an extra gravy exclusive, 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 exclusive. Well, p p p p p So Ed Sheeran and cocaine. I feel like freaking Jadakus, you know, revealing that he sells coke to... <laughs> Who? Like Ricky Hatton. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Hatton does look like a cokehead. Who's Ricky Hatton? A boxer. A boxer that Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather knocked the fuck out. Manny Pacquiao. But, Manny, um, Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Yeah. That's uh. I don't know what where that came from. We're talking about cocaine. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Sharon does cocaine. Sh- Sharon does. Interesting. I don't know if it was for him or his entourage, but no, it's for him. All I know is we're just gonna go with it's for him for the for the sake of the podcast. We're gonna say it's for him. Damn it, Sharon. <laughs> and I missed Joe's pool party because of because uh, of the shit. Oh yeah, Joe Budden. Since Santana slid into my DM, Ooh. and I, my first thought was, okay, Joe's gonna stab me. <laughs> like if he goes in her DM, if he's if he's in as in love as I think. And he's creeping on her. He's going to stab me just off side of this. First thing she came to my DM, she's like, you ever come to NY? I was like. Who is this? Sin Santana, his girlfriend. Ooh, um, she looked like uh, Spanish heaven. She looks like uh, Daya on Orange is New Black. There's a tall one or a short one? I don't know what that means. Or the one that had the gun. I'm not talking about the two Spanish girls that chill together all oh, the time. The one that had the gun? The one that had the gun, yeah. Yeah, you see Sin Santana. Tatters. She got a lot. She got a lot of everything. She's cute. She's, she's straight hood. She got a good she looks body. Hood as fuck. No, she's not that hood. No. No. She does yoga on on Instagram Live and shit. She she be chilling. She be chilling. She but yeah, and then I'm I was like, oh no, not really. She's like, boo, and I'm like, that doesn't mean I can't come. Like, <laughs> and she basically said, oh, I got um, I got. Uh, invite for you for the pool party and i've been hearing about this pool party shit like because i listen to joe budden's podcast like it's one of my favorite podcasts and um i was like okay well that's epic uh that's a great connection and i know that the henny palooza guys are going to be there and i we, we had just met mecca yeah, we did. at manifesto and he is the guy that ended up spinning at Joe's pool at party. Joe. Oh, no way. Yeah. He was oh, a DJ at Joe's God. pool party. So I'm like, man, this, so it would have been super dope. Reconnect with him again in New York. Well, right. New Jersey. Um, also, Christa- Saturday. Yeah, this is all recently. I could have went there and came back home the next day. I just didn't want to risk it mm-hmm. and, you know, miss out on the bag. Mm-hmm. I chose the bag. And I, it was between Joe's pool party and the bag, and I chose the bag. And I'm happy I chose the bag. It was a great experience. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, it's a great bag. It's a good bag. It's a good bag. But Button's pool party. Um, 
Yeah, Scotty Beam was there. What? I talked to her on Twitter sometimes, so it would have been cool to connect with her too. That's a great connect to have in in New York. She is like doing a lot. Um, I love the Black Girls podcast that they do out there. Very sick. Five is killing it. Have you listened to? You've listened to it? Yeah. So dope, man. They're very dope. Um, very dope. I like the I like the the chemistry that they have. Like you can tell, it's like authentic, genuine. Like we're girls. Like you know. Yep. Um, but yeah, she just left Hot 97, so she's gonna be doing some other stuff, I'm pretty sure. So it would have been nice to connect with her. Um, I, I knew some Toronto people that were going, uh, so I would have had a ride, I would have had a hotel, I wouldn't have had to book anything. Like, it was looking missed lit. missed all of this, and I missed all of this for the bag. For the bag, throw it in a bag. <laughs> that was a bigger <laughs> tune, you know. Yeah. I think uh, that's good. That's gonna be my opening song. <laughs> throw it in the bag. Throw it in the bag is the opening song for the podcast. I, cause I never, I we never picked one today, sure. and I never said which one it was. So well, you have to at least outro it with something prodigy. Yo, definitely. Yeah, probably. Is it shook one? Is that is that where we're going? Going with to end shook it off. Ones burn, yeah. uh, keep it thorough. Cocky. We're definitely ending with shook ones. As time goes by, an eye for an eye, we in this together, so you'll be this <laughs> Do you remember any of your raps from uh, Kamikaze? Mommy, live a little. Pop a titty out. Show some nipple. Backside bumping out. Working in the middle, ma. You want a drink? Go and ask someone else, ma. You want a hit? I'll split that back somewhere else, ma. You're 14. I leave you bruised and battered. Who's your data? Floppy disk in your hard drive. Lose the data. Hey! Uh, tech team time! Uh, tech time! Uh, little... Y'all don't even know about floppy. Dick. What y'all know about Shaolin? <laughs> the first Shaolin. Shaolin Fuck the get fuck. down Shaolin. We got the real Shaolin right here. Shout out to Big Norm. Thank you for coming through, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Amazing, amazing story. I've been dying to hear that story. Yeah, man. I still Yo. got more, man. I still got more. I'll tell you more on the flip side. Yeah, make sure you guys tune in. He's going to have his one-man show sometime this year. He'll be announcing it. What's your socials? Uh, at the Big Norm Show. On Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Um, also, he's going to have a weed-infused uh, West Indian-influenced dinner. Yeah, I'll be doing that on, um, on in August. And then mm -hmm. next month in July, I got a show on the 16th, July 16th, called uh, I Don't Care, Ibana. Um, <laughs> and it's basically just an ode to all the folks that really don't care to do caravana which i was once upon a time and then i went to trinidad and now i'm trinidad all day every day oh, 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 oh. God. Uh, right so um every day is fat i come out to fat you know i bet i fetted more than you right? uh, in worldwide and uh yeah so that's that july 16th and then and that same month uh the I don't know. Let me check the date. I believe it's July, the last Sunday, July 30th. I'll be headlining the mighty Nubian Night at Yuck Yucks, Kenny Robinson's Nubian Night, the disciples of Richard Pryor. 
I've got to get to. Wow. I've got to get my my stand up on this year. It's Jeez, my goal, Marlon. You got the juice, boy. I'm you saying got I'm gonna the juice. do it since January, but I gotta really like just settle in, work out my five minutes, and and go from there. Make sure you let men know. I love to. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Not until the five minutes not are perfected. Not you until the five minutes the first are perfected. Ten minutes takes a year. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. So, I don't think it'll take me that long though. Well, you 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 pretty much. I'm such a student, man. I I don't know, man. Like well, I think you're ahead of the game in like different aspects, like comedic humor, like from from all your skits and just doing all your stuff online. Like you still have a lot of comedic experience. It's just now formulate um, to a different format into uh, yeah joke format. Yeah, like the th that's what I noticed looking at back at some of my videos. I'm like, this is kind of stand up. Like, especially when I'm doing rants. Like, I, I had this one video I did um, called I Hate Winter in December. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is this is a stand-up routine. Yeah. I'm like, I could make this into a stand-up routine. But the, the stuff I have written down for stand-up routines is like, <sighs> just like, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm shock value, but those ones, those are the ones that stick in my head and make me go, I like Ooh. that right away. Yeah. And, I, and I put it down. I'm going to read you a couple of ones that I had written yeah. down right now, as ideas. Please. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just I know you write just the title. Itself, yeah. Right? Yeah. I just put a, so a, you, a point form give note. Me, give me some like give me your give me like three four titles of your jokes right now. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to see where is it. <laughs> I love this though because every comedian, if you're like yo, let me just see all your titles <laughs> on your notes. The funniest shit. It's like producers. And and song beat names, you know, yeah, they'll call they weird, weird shit. Like yeah. all the jokes you'll see in a comedian's yep. notepad. It's like a Rolodex. Random, right? It's a Rolodex. So let me hear what you got. Is Hitler off the table? <laughs> okay. Like, can I not name my child Hitler? <laughs> 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 like that's <laughs> that, and I just have like a whole bunch of shit that goes into that. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that, give me I'm dying. Title. Why do they say grow a pair of balls, grow a vagina? Then I go into why. That should be the, the shit. Um, <clears throat> why do ugly couples break up? Uh, is nigger in the dictionary? I think it is. It is. See? See? I got a whole thing on either way. If it's not, if it wasn't, if people say, no, it's not, I don't think it is. I got a whole thing on that. I can go the other way as well. Um... Uh, let's see. I've seen the same white person 76 times in my life, and every time it was a different person. Um, <laughs> That's a funny statement. Jamaicans are white people's favorite black person. Uh, <laughs> why didn't Martin Luther King patent Uber before or after the speech? Uh, These are all good premises, man. Yeah, when I see white guys that get a black girl with a fat ass, I always the first thing I think to myself is don't waste that ass. I don't know why that but I just assume he's gonna waste it. <laughs> There's just a few. I, I got a whole fucking essay page of this shit. No, it's funny because like those those are like typical things to read like and see just mm -hmm. the random shit. Like you look through mine, like right now, you all you see is Napoleon's dick. <laughs> uh, you know, fucking me. I gotta write out the cum, whole sentence. Come debt. Taking talking birds and bees with today's youth, knowing that they have porn, um, mm. you know, yeah, it's, it's just funny. 
Yeah, my thing is like trying to find the the angles and the premises that would like sound ridiculous at first, but then I could weave it into something that makes sense and is logical. You know what I mean? Make people think a different way. Like that Michael, you saw Michael Shea? Fucking amazing. Like That was one of the best, that's the best stand-up special I've seen personally since Chappelle. Well, to me, that's what I feel like he... He was the one carrying the torch for Chappelle. Because almost when you watch it, like, this kind of reminds me of it was, Chappelle. That's what I'm saying. It reminded me of Chappelle, not in his cadence or his, like, his timing or anything like that. But in his, in, what in he his, was informing. Yeah, in, like, how he made you, like, think of, like, I love comedians that make you think of things that you have already thought about a million times. Yeah. But now all of a sudden it's boom. They just flipped like the whole perspective. Joke. Yeah. And then when when Dave did his tranny joke, it was just like, ah, Dave, yeah. no, Michael J. just yeah. did that tranny joke. Yeah. You, know, you can't add wise to the word black, and mm-hmm. blacky, tranny, blacky, yep. whatever, you know. And freaking even um, the Jesus, the Jesus thing was the one that got me yeah. Yeah. like, yo. <laughs> like, it's, and it just it was so logical. Like, that's what I love. That's what attracted me to comedy is like, the logic in everything yeah. it's like it's like the hard hard truth and like the bare bones of whatever you're talking about like they don't put any fancy stuff on it if you can just put it down to its simplest form and make it hilarious i think you're amazing no that's that's, that's the truth man yeah like, the moment you're able to like take a very complicated idea mm-hmm. like let's say things like like rape for instance mm-hmm. and able to present it in a way that's informative, not too insensitive, you know, humorous, all in one. It's like, my thing how is, how the fuck do you do you come up with that? Yeah, like you almost have, like, you have to go through so much bullshit just to get so to many that layers. Point, you know? So many layers. Like, you gotta open so many doors to get to that premise. Like, it's insane. You're brave to do a to close out with a Bill Cosby rape joke. Like, <laughs> crazy dog. Once I saw Louis C.K. say nigger and nobody said anything, I was like, anything is possible on that stage as long as you're funny as fuck. Yeah, he did say that shit. No one cares that Louis C.K. says nigger just because... And I and I know no one's going to give me some, oh, he's part Mexican. I don't give a shit. That's not black. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's still... He still looks like a white guy. You see in hip... You see Louis C.K. say nigger in a grocery line, nigga. You ain't being like, oh, are you Mexican? You're ha- Okay, all right, it's cool now. You're decking him in the face. So the fact that he could say that multiple times yeah. in one set and everyone was just like, <laughs> you're funny. Well, yeah, you can get a pass. You're good. You're good. Like Bill Mayer's joke wasn't that funny. So it was yeah. like. Uh, when we, jokes I love, like I love jokes that make you picture visuals, like really uncomfortable visuals. Mm-hmm. And I like, cause I like, I like people leaving with that still in their head and knowing like they're driving like, fuck. You know, like, I have this, I'm working on this joke right now about eating ass, right? And about, like, you know, Chinea Yoko saying, you know, groceries. A, pre- a prerequisite to dating her is, like, you got to eat my booty like groceries. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I'm, in my head, I'm like, you know, since when did that become a thing? And then, like, even with men, you know, now being more accepting and open about, yeah, I get my ass eaten, I like it, my ass eaten, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. I'm just like, how can you do... Like it's such. A, how can you do it? It's such a, like for men. It's such an emasculating, mm-hmm. you know, j- thing to do. Sexual act. Like, 
and then I started picturing the, the few ways you can get your ass eaten. Yep. Of, like the dog, like on all fours, like a dog, or on your next back. Dog is fucking sniffing you out, like laying on your back, like a kid getting his diaper changed. Mm -hmm. You know, or you got the fucking Chinaman on Spadina on a cigarette break squat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I don't want to picture that shit, dog. No. Oh my way, god! Like the only way, masculine way you could truly get your ass eaten, standing is, straight is, up, is like standing up doing the Captain Morgan or something. You know what I mean? Or just even, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just like laying on your side, like the fucking, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, the, the chill. Fucking Yo, dead ass. Uh, Jackie, That's Jackie Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is real that shit. Um, where he's playing the tropic, he plays in the tropics. Don't tell, don't tell that to women on Twitter though. Women on Twitter will just be like, but is she a man though? Is she a man? It doesn't matter. Like if you feel uncomfortable, you feel uncomfortable. It's not even about being gay or whatever. It's just like I don't feel comfortable. Putting my body in this position. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? <laughs> and it's, uh, it would be all, like, a girl sucks your dick that's super sloppy and that shit slide down your balls, get down your ass crack. That shit does not feel pleasant at all. <laughs> so imagine it being slobbered all up in there intentionally. I'm sorry, I got, I got thick no, no, cheeks. No, but nothing, nothing <laughs> against any, any men that want to get their butthole chewed on. Do your thing. I'm just saying it's not for me. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that is not, not no. Well, mainly it's not something I want to do because I would feel like I don't want to do it to you. So I would. I yeah, would feel, sex I would, is very would, reciprocal. Yeah, it's very. You got to reciprocate. And if she's like, "Well, I ate your ass. You got to eat mine." And it's like, no, because no. I did. I wasn't. I don't know your diet, bitch. Yo, you know what? I was in this relationship with this chick that was very sexually active and very demanding, mm. and we broke up because I fell into cum debt. Like she would literally like count. This guy, this guy said, come said debt. debt. Bro, like she would keep score on how many times she came versus how many times I came. And I was like, I can't keep up with you. How can I pay this off? Can I get one of my boys to fuck you or something? Like, so wait, she wanted you to come as many times as she came? No, she wanted to come as many times as she made me come. Oh, okay. So well, I came. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a dude. I'm a come like. How many times? I'm like, come on, man. It's understandable. Right? But they can they can come multiple times. I guess that's why. You know, uh, once women know that they can come multiple times, they're wondering why they can't, they didn't come once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially because we, if like for us, it's just boom. And usually mans, especially older mans, that one round is like, oh, that's all you're getting out of me, bitch. Yep. <laughs> and it's like for them, they can nut, then nut, and then nut, and just keep going. So it's like the fact that they could do it multiple times, especially if she's done it multiple times in the past. She's like, "What the fuck? I can't even get half half of one, nigga." Like, no, like one one wasn't enough. It was like, and I guess whatever. I was one just, oh, is the loneliest number. Yeah, but come come come, debt's a real thing, man. Come debt. Write that one down. I think we just found the real uh, title of today's podcast. <laughs> We're gonna wake Jason up. And end this show. <laughs> Jason needs his bed on his dog. This guy, this guy fell asleep like five times over here. <laughs> just on like, uh, I can tell like How can you you're fall just tired. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about cum dead here, bro. <laughs> Jason's just tired. Long week, eh? Yeah. It's a long week, but it's coming to a strong end. Indeed. And there's a new park that opened near me that I'm gonna check out. You all go to you all go Colty on Saturday? Oh, it's a tank. Yeah, it's a tank. Let's go. Girls girls party. Oh, that one. Yeah. There's gonna be food there too. 
Nice. Whose party? Um, this uh, company called Girls. Respect. <laughs> yeah, they're doing their, like they're like selling merch and stuff there, and they're gonna be there from like three till late, I believe. It's gonna be really dope. Colty's pretty dope when it's a good crowd. Yeah. Shout out Oliver Colty, love you, bro. Especially if it doesn't rain, it'll be dope. But uh, thank you, Norm, so much for coming through, bro. Uh, make sure you guys check out Norm on all the socials, The Big Norm Show. Uh, Jason, you going to close it out for us? Yeah, um, I think we're well, we already know we're going to close out. I guess, yeah, I guess we, we already announced it. Uh, I guess it's a music prodigy's ad. Yeah, I'm Marlon. Jason. That was the extra gravy. They supposed to. They come around, but they never come close to. I can see it inside your face. You're in the wrong place. Cowards like you just get their whole body laced up. We're pulling holes and sucks. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my team. And I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing. Your simple words just don't move me. Your minor, we major. You all up in the game. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.